This podcast is brought to you by Juno Coffee, made right here in the Central Valley of California. Nothing beats fresh brewed coffee, and their fresh brewed coffee is delicious. However, their specialty instant coffee is a great alternative for those who are on the go, whether you're hiking, climbing, parenting, or out there just being rad. I have tried so many instant coffee, you guys, and this instant coffee tastes delicious. It tastes like an actual cup of coffee. I can't describe to you guys that, like, most instant coffee just tastes bad, and this one tastes so good. It tastes like an actual cup of coffee. I even just have it at home. It's, it's so good. So if you guys want to purchase their products, you can go find them at their website, drinkjunocoffee.com. Once again, that's at drinkjunocoffee.com, or follow them on Instagram. It's at drinkjuno. Go check them out. Nick's a cool dude. He runs his, he runs his, whole, his whole Drink Juno Coffee, and it just he's, he's a great dude. Go check him out. Go support him, and thank you, Nick. This podcast is brought to you by Crybaby Wine. Proudly located in Fresno, Crybaby Wine offers you your favorite delicious tasting wines like Chardonnay, Cabernet, and everything in between. Not only do they offer these great tasting wines, but they also offer delicious de-alcoholized CBD wine. Infused with CBD and CBG, these wines help reduce anxiety, alleviate stress, and you can find their products at crybabywine.com. If you live in Fresno County, you'll receive free delivery. Once again, you can check them out at crybabywine.com or follow them on Instagram at crybabywinecalifornia. Thanks again, crybaby. This podcast is brought to you by Blaker Brewing, the official beer of the podcast. Located in Atwater and Ceres, this brewery offers not only delicious tasting beer, but great events that bring the whole community together. So on November 23rd, make sure that your calendar is cleared for Friendsgiving 2022. It will be at, in Atwater at the Tarmac, and there will be beer, games, live music, cocktails, and much more. They also have a new cider coming out this month, and their Defogginlicious is back as well. So check out their stuff on Instagram, at Blaker Brewing or at Blaker Tarmac. Once again, it's at Blaker Brewing or at Blaker Tarmac. Thanks again, Blaker. This podcast is brought to you by Wooten Personal Training. You won't find the answer in a cute pair of leggings or in that new protein shake, but you will find it during your time at Wooten Personal Training. Justin empowers clients to identify their wellness goals and adjust their lifestyle to make health a priority and a reality. Justin offers one-on-one -on -one personal training as well as a small group training in a studio located in downtown Merced. And he just launched a new membership program. So if you guys have any questions about that, please contact Justin at 209-500-7323. Once again, it's 209-500-7323. Or follow him on Instagram, at Wooten Personal Training. Once again, that's at Wooten Personal Training. Thanks again, Justin. This podcast is brought to you by WorkNet and the Merced County Workforce Development Board. On this podcast, we often talk about how people from the Central Valley made it, either in a career or starting their own business. In Merced County, WorkNet provides people with career advice or job information and the training they might need in order to change careers. WorkNet services are provided through Merced County, and they are completely free, so it's a no-brainer, you guys. Now, if you guys are interested in taking advantage of this, you guys can check them out at worknetmerced.com. Once again, you guys, if you guys need help starting a new business, switching jobs, anything like that, they offer free help, and that is at worknetmerced.com. Thanks again, WorkNet. Thanks for tuning into the Central Valley Podcast, you guys. My name is Micah Dealey. I'm the host of the show. And if you're new around here, this is a show where we highlight the talented individuals who live within the Central Valley of California, as well as people in general who are passionate about what they do. Uh, we have merch for sale. We have almonds, allergies, and asthma shirts. So if you're from the Central Valley, you get that reference. And we also have these cool hats, uh, the pine and the palm tree representing the center of California. 
Now, we do have a musical performance this week, and the musical performance is by none other than Jan Cash. Now, Jan Cash is a very talented dude. Uh, he was living in uh, Merced for a while, and then he's actually from New York. So he's actually headed back to New York, but we did get him to come in here and do a Central Valley session for us. Now, Jan Cash is going to perform his song, Breath of Fresh Air. So please enjoy. I couldn't help but notice your pain. My pain? It runs deep. Share it with me. Yes. Central Valley Podcast. Let's go. The paragon of paranoia from my parents' failures. Empty promises and paraphernalia. It's not a con when the power fail you. Nah, it's time to get on your job. Don't let those flowers smell you. Ah, breath the fresh air. Gave death the death stare. Cheat a life twice with the best pair. Got tired of screaming next year. Yeah. Got tired of screaming next year. Maybe next year. No lie. I got too much substance flowing in my bloodstream. Kinda subpar, I'm supreme, that's obscene Like coming from an upscale family home Parents both fiends, watch your soul travel through the globe With no means, living my new life Vicariously through old things How we get rich, or broke schemes This is America's nightmare, no dream Yeah, no dreams Don't sleep Stay woke, woke up on the wrong side of the bed uh, These dark thoughts keep creeping out of my head Rock you to sleep, make you think the drama is dead I smile up in your face, but I'm plotting instead To leave you rotten, lost, gone, but not forgotten Reach inside of my pocket still, nothing but cotton I got him, spot him Come on, it's for the two-timing, double-time rhymers Crime rising and crime fighters I start fires through the eyes of the uninspired Unreliable parents lying, family members dying Successful failure while trying, admiring your efforts Low life as an expert, these excerpts is treasure Pain is pleasure, and pressure makes diamonds It's all science Yeah Breath of fresh air Well done, well done. Thank you so much for coming on, Jan Cash. You are a very talented individual, and I'm glad we got a link up while you were still here in Merced. Uh, if you guys want to go out there and support him, you can listen to his music on Spotify or Apple Music. Uh, Jan Cash is his name, Y-O-N Cash. And then you guys can also follow him on Instagram, Jan.Cash. It'll be right here for you. So please go out there, support him. He's a very talented artist, and I'm glad that our paths happened to cross. Now let's just jump into today's episode. Now today I'm joined by... Rafa and Joaquin, and their Instagram names are better known as Visa and Three King Keen. They're both uh, music video directors, photographers, uh, just directors in general. They're very talented individuals, and I have been inspired by them for the past year. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to invite them on the podcast, and we kind of just nerd out about camera gear, about cameras, about settings, about just how we're each trying to not only build ourselves and make ourselves better as directors, but also uh, build a business. And that's the whole aspect that I really enjoyed talking to them about was the business aspect and how we're all, what we're doing and kind of how we can learn from each other. So it was just a great conversation. I truly, truly enjoyed it. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here is Rafa and Joaquin. <laughs> Oh, you guys want a beer? Sure. sure. All right, do you want a 
Honey Babies, we got Blaketoberfest, or like a peanut butter stout. I think Damn. I'm Blonde Ale. More. Blonde Ale. I don't know. I don't, I'm not really an alcohol beer drinker like that, so. I'll do the peanut butter. Peanut butter? Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh. <laughs> oh. Shout out Blaker. Yep, shout out Blaker. Thank you. I guess I should make that sure that song. Yeah, there we go. That's on camera. Sponsor. <laughs> there we go. Taste test. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, cheers. Thank you guys for being here. I Thanks appreciate it. Us, Fellow filmmakers and photographers and everybody else. <laughs> Duffy, do you want a beer? Sorry. <laughs> peanut butter one? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I can't get up. <laughs> oh, this is good. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that. <laughs> I'm not just saying that because it's a sponsor. It's not a paid ad. No, that's my favorite. Honey Babies right there. Yeah. It's like a good mixture. I like, I like, like, clear beer. Not more clear, but, like. Not lighter. the darker ones, the lighter yeah, ones, yeah. like like the blue moons. Yeah, and the, like Heffenweizen. Yeah. That's almost like what that reminds me of. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, this is really good. Let me, can I taste your stuff, you? Yeah. And then why don't you guys introduce yourselves for people who are listening who may not know who you guys are. All right, I'll go first. Uh, my name is Rafa. I go by Visa. Uh, I'm a photographer slash filmmaker based in Central Valley. Um, and I shoot with the uh, cannon. You want to bring that up? <laughs> no, uh, no, no. It's okay right now. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. My name is Joaquin Rodriguez. Um, I'm a filmmaker slash entrepreneur <laughs> uh, from Manteca, California. I'm 26 years old. And uh, yeah, I shoot. I shoot a lot of films. A lot of videos, different ways. Of yeah, yeah, dude. Of- and so the so I I first saw your work, uh, Dallas, uh, by uh, Don Quez. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That 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 video is so fucking Thank sick, you, dude. That video is sick. And then I first saw your work. It was the eighty-seven uh, video. Oh. Yeah, that video is sick. That dude. video is like I was just gonna po- repost it because you I should. That's my most slept on like low-key video dude and i put so we put so much work into that that shit's sick that shit's <laughs> sick you. and that, that's like the, the like i think i probably saw you guys on instagram or something like that and then i like was like oh let me check it out because i do photography videography too and then i was like oh these guys are fucking sick but like you guys are 26 that. you guys are so young i feel i mean i'm only 29 but i feel like i'm almost 30 you know what i mean <laughs> we're getting there i feel like yeah we all are and so how, how did you guys get into it and to photography videography you want to go first? Rock, paper, scissors? Or- uh, I'll go first. I'll go first. <laughs> Every question, we'll do rock, paper, scissors. We'll keep a tally of it. Uh, so for me, it was kind of just always around, like the film, film cameras and the VHS recorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up, my parents always had that just lying around. I'd pick them up, mess around with them. Uh, VHS. I still have that same VHS camera. That the one that like you put a VHS tape in little it. Cassette, I think oh, it's the little cassette. Oh, the little cassette ones. Eight. You guys, do you remember the big ones? Like my parents used to have a camcorder, but you would just put a VHS in it. VHS. Yeah, yeah, actual no. VHS, and it would record on it. <laughs> yeah. No, we had the little ones. Yeah, like the, the little the tapes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's I right. actually still have that, and I've actually filmed. Uh, you know, at eighty-seven. Yeah. I actually used that same camera that my parents had filming like us growing up. Mm. I used that same camera for that video. That's dope. Yeah. So started doing that, and then. Um, Throughout high school, I ended up getting like a this little Nikon. Mm-hmm. I think that's where everybody. Fuck Nikon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Nikon. <laughs> I'm just uh, started there, just recording, just friends doing dumb stuff. You yeah, know? I think that's where everybody. That's starts. what everybody does. Yeah, that's for sure what everybody yeah. does. It just kind of. Um, I was like super inspired by Tumblr back then. Oh, it was, okay. It wasn't yeah, like yeah, MySpace. Yeah. It wasn't Facebook for me. It was I remember Tumblr. Tumblr. It was like, like your own little website. Yeah, basically, yeah. Right? It was like a bunch of just different like super aesthetic photos that mm-hmm. people would like curate on like these like blogs yeah um and that's kind of what got me into it and shooting more of like the film style stuff mm-hmm. um 
So yeah, I've just been rocking since then. Since then, so yeah. pretty much like since high school, you've been kind of yeah, yeah right after high with school. it, and then right after high school, you jumped into it. Yeah, more serious. Um, it wasn't until like 2000, a little bit after, or a little bit before COVID, where I was like doing it more serious, mm-hmm. and then COVID was just kind of like the the staple. Like you know, I'm gonna do this full time. That's gonna... that's exactly what happened with me too. It's just like I I picked it all up in 2019 basically, and then. COVID happened and I just doubled down on yeah. it pretty much. It's like, I'm just going to, I have time. What else am I going to do with full it? Full send. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> full send, full send. How about you, Keen? So originally it was music. We wanted to do music, but um, uh, after a while it was like, well, let's just stay in that lane. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, we first started, like, it was like kind of like you. We were just filming random stuff. Our boys had cameras. We would go to the sideshows and mm-hmm. uh, street races. We had a page called Central Valley Racing back in like 2015. And we would just go do street races and all that stuff, filming uh-huh. and stuff. And then from there, kind of, we had one friend that started doing music. So we kind of teamed up, started our brand, uh, Three King Productions. And then mm-hmm. we were shooting his music videos. And then he would put us on to his homies. And then between the three of us we were just kind of shooting a lot of music videos and then 2018 we kind of just everyone went off did their own thing and i kept going mm-hmm. i took the name i took the brand yeah, yeah i started yeah. it i came up with the logo and then i took it <laughs> I, it's funny because it was three of us it was it was my boy king louis and it was my boy third and it was me oh is that so, why it's called three, three king because it was third and louis king louis so it was like three king but i made the logo i came up kind of came up with the name yeah. and stuff but it got tattooed on you too man i so, did I yeah, yeah. man i just I, recently got my pine and palm tattooed on me too yeah I was like, is that yeah. your production company yeah so I, I i just i was going through it i'm trying to figure out what i'm gonna call myself you know what uh-huh. i mean and so yeah exactly so i just did pine and palm media just to kind of keep it on brand with the podcast and everything else because okay. i do like a lot of commercial work and then like uh like li- literally everything, honestly. Whoa! It's because there's pines and there's palm trees in the, in the Central Valley. Yeah, so so that's crazy. Pretty mind blowing. Yeah, well, and so my so the whole logo, the the logo that's up here, that's going to be <laughs> projected up there. You guys, uh, uh, it's uh, so the the pine and the palm tree is the center of California. So if you drive on the ninety nine. Uh, in Madeira, there's in the middle of the 99, there's a pine on the palm tree and it represents the center of California because the pine trees are from NorCal and uh, the palm trees are from SoCal. So it's like where they the pines meet, meet the palms. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So that's kind of where I was like, oh, that's a perfect symbol for Central Valley Podcast and that's sick. everything else. That flows too, pine and palm. Yeah, yeah pine and palm. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was like, okay, cool. And then it's just like, but it's like I built up my, my Central Valley Podcast Instagram so much that I like... <laughs> It's so daunting to try to like post and just try to post. I like, it's like I do, I still do work, but it's just like I don't post it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just because then I'm like, well, I can't post on my podcast page, post it on this, but you know what I mean? But I want people to see it. Like, yeah, uh, you know, social media is is exhausting. Dude, it is. Even a post sometimes, especially with a podcast, it's like new episode. Like, I don't know. It's like sometimes it takes you 15 minutes to even post it. And I'm like, yeah, and then you sit there after 15 minutes, like, damn. I really want to post this right now. Is this right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Save exactly. as a draft and yeah. then come back to it later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A month later. Exactly. And I got into, well, so I first started getting into it in high school, like you guys. And I, you remember the flip cameras? Do you guys remember yeah. those? So, like, yep. that's what I, like, me and my buddy had a YouTube channel and it was like, Lonely Island inspired us, you know what I mean? And so, like, we would tr- make funny videos. And so we had like 12 or 15 weeks in a row of like making a video and editing it. And then uh, after, and then like, I was like, oh, I want to do that. And then I, I told my parents and, 
my mom for multiple other reasons they like to do me from doing it. And like, so I went to school for like six years and I was going to become a teacher. I went to like, I was going to become like a history teacher. That's what I, what, I, what I thought I wanted to do. And then I graduated in 2018 and I kind of took a road trip and I took this, like my first camera I ever tried to shoot on was like a little Canon power shot, like yeah. uh, the ones you can zoom in and stuff like that. Yep. Exactly. So I took that like on a road trip uh, with me and my now wife and we went like all over to like Utah, like Las Vegas, like uh, Arizona, a whole bunch of places. I made a cool little video and then I was like, oh yeah, I, I like doing this stuff. And then uh, in 2019, I saw this thing that I was like, uh, make a, a video about your dream job and like so I like wrote a little script and I hit up my buddy Jimmy who we were talking about earlier and he was already into photography videography like he's so good he's so good and uh, hit him up and then we linked up did that one video and since then like 2020 hit and like I've just been head down trying to do it and so February this year is when I started doing it full time so it's nice. like it. cool that like in like two and a half years like yeah, and, then, and I realized I was a substitute for four years. I realized I didn't want to be a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> what grade? Uh, high school. Ooh. But like, I'd rather be high school than little kids. Little, yeah. little kids are scared of you. Yeah. yeah. Like you could yell yeah. at them. High schoolers opposite. You cannot yell at them. They will yeah. be like, what? They're like, bitch, what? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I would just go in and be like, your assignments on Google Classroom. If you need me, let me know. Were you the cool teacher? Yeah, I was cool like, so chill. That's, like, yeah, yeah. like people, would, like I remember kids threw like a bouncy ball on my head, and I was like, I didn't know who did it, and like I'm like, I'm not gonna like. I was just like, <laughs> hey, come on, like that's it. Like I'm not gonna do anything. Like I'm like, whatever, whatever. But then that's how I kind of got into it as well, and then kind of just put like you guys. Once you kind of find your group, put your head down, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, that's a big jump. Yeah, yeah, big career change for sure. Yeah, it is, but. I've like uh, I'm happy to like I've been busier, made more money doing this than I have in anything else in my oh, life. Good. So more it's fun like, too. Yeah, yeah, way more fun. And that's the thing too. Like, people niche down, and I think it's important to niche down a certain amount. You know what I mean? But I like the fact that I can have like a family photo shoot and then go film like uh, a music video, and then I do a lot of work for like Sisters of the Valley, the Weed Nuns. Have you guys ever seen them? Uh, so like they're quote these nuns who like smoke pull up the sisters of the valley i think i seen uh when i was going to the <laughs> yeah yeah so they're there's they're uh they're what they call themselves weed nuns and they're nuns that uh i mean they're not really technically nuns <laughs> but they grow cbd weed wow. and they have sell cbd products but like i do a, like i'm their personal photographer so like uh -huh. like I, i've been on like on a whole road trip with them like wow. where like 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 yeah and, like all inclusive paid for and stuff like that but it's just like Photography takes you in the most oh, random, yeah. like, like you know what I mean? Like, like what are some of your guys' like most random? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just find yourself, you're like, how the fuck am I doing this? Like, for, I'm getting paid to do this. Uh, I went to Hawaii. That's dope. That was a good one. I went to Mexico for a week. That one was mm. fun. I'm shooting a music video. Damn, for a week, too. For a week, yeah. That's sick. First time I had met the guys, too. And Damn. now we shoot a lot of videos. Los del Puerto. That's fire. That's sick. Yeah, they hit me on Instagram just the day of. The next day, we were already in Tijuana on a flight. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Crazy. That's, like, so spur of the moment. <laughs> yeah. I don't Damn. know about you. Damn, bro. For me, it's probably been uh, concerts. Co um, yeah, yeah. I've seen, I like okay. your, uh, I've seen some of your, like, highlight reels of concerts and stuff Yeah, like I don't that. do them much, but sometimes it's, like, you're, like, at the front. You're, like, right in front of the stage with mm -hmm. these artists. And you're then, between and, like, the, right? Yeah, you look the back. Pit. Yeah. And it's, like, you just see all these people, and it's, like, damn. Like, yeah. people... I'm getting paid to do this. Yeah, it's a trip, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because I've been, I like going to concerts since like mm -hmm. I've spent not too crazy amount, but I've spent. Yeah, I know, you know what I mean. Any concert tickets are expensive. Yeah, and then to just be getting paid to be there. Mm -hmm. it's, it's yeah, you're crazy. like, yeah, exactly. Pretty surreal. That's that's it, dope. It's cool, but it also does kind of ruin the experience for the after. Like, 
now I don't like going to concerts As unless much. I'm working them. <laughs> because I don't like standing in line. I yeah, don't like yeah, standing yeah. in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like, where's my pass? You can get. You yeah, can, you can go. Up, you can up. go work there and like get the benefit of like being close to the yeah. stage, like yeah. without having to go through the hassle of like yeah. anything else. You know what I mean? Well, I went to Reno one time. This guy, uh, he made this drum magazine. He like uh, he's a con- uh, he's a manufacturer. He, ma- he manufactures specialty products, but he made like a, a gun drum magazine that shoots like 120 rounds in nine seconds. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I was like, isn't that illegal? And he's like, you'd be surprised. Completely automatic <laughs> weapons are legal in the Nevada. United States. You know what I mean? No, yeah, and like, <laughs> but yeah, it's just a wild. But like, and so I like he paid me to go with him just to shoot like a like a, a 15 second teaser but like me and my wife rode with him to Reno and then we and we shot this cool little promo video oh yeah you could pull it up Ooh. yeah that one right there yeah oh yeah it's probably <laughs> but like yeah like and like a fucking fully automatic weapon costs like over 20 G's apparently and so, like, his target audience is, like, for people yeah, who... Have money. Yeah, exactly. To spend on that. Home. But, like, yeah, just, like, the most random. Like, sometimes I'm just like, what the hell? Or, like, when I'm working an event for Blaker and I'm just getting a drink for free and hang out at a brewery. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it's yeah. it's the chillest yeah. job, you guys. It really <laughs> it's like they take care of you because when they realize you're in charge of their image, and I think when they fully understand that, like, okay, these people are going to decide how I look to the rest of the world they'll mm-hmm. take care of you yeah and they'll they realize that what you bring to the table is oh yeah worth it. you know what I'm saying let me take care of this guy so that he can make me look the best I can mm-hmm. and then in the beginning it's always hard because in the beginning it's like you're always I were like when I was in the beginning I was like I'll do fucking anything like let me mm-hmm. let me let me do whatever whatever I, I don't I don't care but like uh and it's like through all those other ones it's like you got you got to f- figure out how to talk to people and how to yeah. sell yourself on what you do you know what I mean and I think that's yeah. something that as a photographer videographer you always have to work on or like you're always going to be working on because it's like sometimes I'm always like oh I should have charged more or like and then, then I'll say a price and they're like yeah no problem and I'm like <laughs> I should have charged more what the hell what the yeah. hell what the hell and then how did you get your name the visa uh one of my boys was actually helping me come up with a graffiti name. Oh, okay. Uh, this yeah. in high school. This You're was, clean. <laughs> Tag. Yeah, yeah, this was in high school, though. Okay. Uh, so we were just, like, coming up with something, and he would just, like, put letters together and then show me. I'm like, you know what? I like that. It's super simple. Four letters, and it just, like— It looks it, hella it, clean, honestly. Like, thank you. It looks super clean. Yeah. So it was just, uh, like, my writing name. And then from there, it's like, I figured that— Doing video, doing all this stuff, it's still art in a sense. So mm-hmm. it's like, why not just keep my artist name? And it's different. I never really wanted like a, a I don't want to say it's generic, but you know, it's like, it would be like my full name, like Raphael Verdon Photography. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, feel yeah. like that's a, I don't want to say basic. I don't want to offend nobody, but, no, yeah, but I know it's what you a little mean. too basic. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know what you so, mean. Uh, yeah. It's like branding, bro. You're basically branding yourself. Yeah, I just want to do it a little different. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it might be harder. Like, I might not pop up on like, uh, like the search. Yeah, Search but, words and but stuff. if someone typed in Raphael, how many Rafa? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you type in V-I-I, yeah. I don't think yeah. too many more people are popping up. Yeah, I mean, if I could have the just the Visa account, I would, but I guess it's like a German rock band or something. Oh, really? So V-I-Z-A? Your Instagram is three eyes, huh? Yeah, okay, yeah okay. it's three eyes because of that same uh, reason. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, but uh, any new platform that comes up, though, I'm beating them to it. <laughs> they got to pay me if they want to buy them So, out. But your your logo is with two eyes, right? Or no, logo is just one. One eye. Oh, yeah. okay, logo I think I just see your name Instagram on Instagram, is, yeah. so I just instantly think. Yes. I like your logo. I like how the, the eye is hidden in the 
in the it looks hella clean in the in the in the, 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 in the lettering yeah sure. i never noticed it i was like vza and then i looked at it again and i was like oh there's an i in there in the negative space oh i don't think i even realized that until right yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 i just assumed that it was hiding in there somewhere else i think yeah shout out my boy angel he did that who did that one of my boys uh he just sent it to me does he um, do graphic designs like that yeah yeah he still does and he sent it to me and i'm like bro I'm oh, gonna, so he like he came up with a little logo. Yeah, you had I'm the name. Like, I'm oh, making a hat right now, dude. Yeah, I'm saying that. When I look at your logo, I'm like, man, that logo yeah. looks really fucking cool. You should you should just brand that logo too, like uh, make some merch. Stamp. I it. have hats and oh, you have hats and stuff. I didn't really think anybody would want to wear a hat with like my logo on it, but sure enough, I had a bunch of friends like hitting me up, like, yo, I want one. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh fuck. Same thing with me, like with like yeah. When I bought my, I have these hats right here, and like I was like, oh, I'll buy fifty of them. I was like, I spent so much money on <laughs> these, blah blah. And yeah, and within a month, I was sold out of all of that's them. And sad. I was like, yeah. oh, dude, that's dope. And then it's like, yeah. but that was like me delivering them. So it's like I've been trying to work on, like now I have a Shopify. drop shipping place, but that one's like annoying too because it's like it charges somebody like thirty eight dollars for a shirt. Like I'm only charging thirty mm. bucks, but then it's eight dollars for shipping, and then I'm like. Yeah, I'd, like, I wanted to figure out a way that I can I can ship it, but there's a million things I yeah. want to do. Oh, I feel you. Yeah, I was going to say, how especially do you guys, like, manage your, like, time, especially, like, when you're working on, like, four or five projects, and then you're... Hold that Joaquin star, bro, I'm still struggling <laughs> you know, it's, with it's that. It's funny, that's why I laughed <laughs> earlier when I said entrepreneur, because a lot of people have entrepreneur in their bio, but I don't think a lot of people really understand what it's like, like, the mental... It's like... Like, let's say you have a nine to five, right? You got five o'clock, you get to turn it off and go home. When you have your own business and you're an entrepreneur, you don't have that. It'll be one in the morning and you're over here thinking of ideas or trying to reply to clients or X, editing X, Y, Z. So it's like, definitely it was like, it's a lot, but... uh what was the question? Uh, I don't Project know. management. <laughs> Project, Project management. Yeah. yeah. Like well, I was going to say, well, in our, our field's so much harder because it's like not only do we... We enjoy doing this for other people, but we enjoy doing it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. But it's trying to like... I'm the worst at trying to do stuff for myself when, like, it's like I got so many projects, and then when I'm off, I don't want to touch my camera. You know, it's like yeah. trying to find the it's balance. like the balance. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like today when we went golfing, I think that was like one of the things that we do now is take a break from the editing room, take a break from the computer, from mm -hmm. the camera, and just go enjoy yourself and find another hobby outside of what it is that you yeah. do to take your mind off of that. That way, when you come back, you're refreshed, and it's like. You're not thinking about work all day. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, the past six months, we've been golfing way more than like we yeah. had, had ever have, and that's because I think that's that's what I, I yeah. well, because I started doing it full time, and then for like two, three months, it was like I just didn't do anything. I yeah. just worked. You know what I, I mean? You. And then I was like, oh, I need to like do stuff for like myself for like, your mental. Yeah, and like golfing is a great thing because it's like you're outside, mm -hmm. you don't look at your phone, and you're just like vibing. On yeah, the course. Vibe, yeah, it's the it's the best. Golfing yeah. cell phone with your friends. Yeah, we gotta yeah. go golfing, man. We will. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we for sure will. And then have a product yeah. management for you, sir. <laughs> Man, that, that's probably been one of my, probably one of the most difficult things I've been having to oh, learn. I'm fucking freelancing, yeah. especially when it's like you don't really know how to separate your projects. So you just say yes to all these projects, right? You're like, Instead oh, yeah, of like yeah, staggering yeah. them like a couple weeks, it's like, oh, I need this one edited by then. Why don't I schedule it for next week? I'm like, oh, I could do that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah sure. Why not? Because we could, yeah. but we tend to not. We tend yeah. to procrastinate. Well, you talk, talk like a fistful. You're good. You can just push it a little bit to you. You're My good. Bad. Like You're toast. good. Toast. First time rookie here. Uh, but yeah. Come uh, on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So learning how to separate, how to like kind of keep a gap in between all these projects is mm -hmm. something that I've been working on because Bro, when I have like three projects due in like a week and it's like, I know these projects take me like at least three days each. It's like stress. Oh, yeah. Sounds of stress. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just learning how to manage that time or how to be more effective about these edits mm -hmm. and 
actually lock in and not get distracted. Yeah, getting distracted. The, for me, it's like just my if I have my phone in the same room, I can't stop looking at it, dude. And then I'm like, I'm sure I would be wake. Like if I was just bored for a little bit, I'm sure I'd get this done. But like this day and age, yeah. it's tough when you when you make your own schedule. It's it's actually tough. You need to be super disciplined. Disciplined. It's not as easy as it seems. Like you'll have like things pop up, and it's like, oh yeah, I'll just finish this when I get home. You come back home, end up falling asleep, or you yeah, end up having to do something else. You don't want to do and, it. Yeah. And I, I saw that when you were talking, it reminded me of, like, uh, you were saying you were, you're, like, never off the clock. It's like the, the <laughs> I forget what it is, but it's like uh, I quit my 9-to-5 job to, like, pursue my dreams. It's like, <laughs> now I work 24-7. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I'm like, I was like, I didn't really get that in the beginning, and then now I'm like, oh, I get that. When, like, like this morning I woke up at 6 a.m., and I'm like, like, uploading a podcast to YouTube and, like, you know, things that like, I should have been doing, like, a week ago, but I'm yeah. just like... It's just all about the process of learning. And I think that's what, the, like, as photographer videographers, it's like, yeah, we're creative people, but it's also on the flip side, it's like we have to learn how to be, like, business businesses. You know what yeah. I mean? I just started getting into all that, the business aspect of it. I got my LLC approved, like, yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go get dope. my account set up. But, yeah, we need to start running our ourselves like a business because not only that, too, is, like, the industry we're in is a high-paying industry, and if you don't get yourself set up early – you're going to whack yourself with taxes. Yeah. You're going to make a lot of money at the end of the year, and then you're going to have to pay a lot of money because, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's what I'm like. This year's my first full year of it, and so, like, I mean, I have everything written down. I, I Like, I'm good with my books at least, but, like, yeah, I'm interested to see how much I'm going to owe at the end of the yeah. year. I know I've been, <laughs> yeah. I've been buying a lot of gear to write off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there, you there you go. I was going to ask, do you work a job, or do you just do this full-time? This is my full-time, but uh, I've been recently doing like an internship during okay. the days um but as soon as that's done it's back to either shooting or editing okay. it's like it's, it's never ending mm -hmm. cool. what's your internship yeah what is it? i'm working at a marketing agency oh is it the level up one yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, shout out billy yeah billy uh, yeah I, don't, I see i follow him don't know these people but i just follow all you guys i was like <laughs> but uh that's cool so he does like helps other businesses grow kind of yeah it's like a digital marketing agency but do you work uh, there as like doing photography video uh no, no i usually do like uh, social management but then sometimes i'm like helping out with like uh some of the content creation and stuff mm -hmm. and i'm just mainly just there just like helping out wherever I can and just really soaking up, soaking up, soaking game. up game. Yeah, that's just dope. Learn yeah. it, learn it in any. That's aspect. good. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. a good. That, that's probably because we're talking about like learning to saw how you run yourself like a business. That's yeah. a good yeah. thing to be around. Yeah, you know definitely. what I mean? Because you're kind of learning from all these other businesses and things and what's mm -hmm. working, what's not, yeah. and everything like that. Yeah, and it's super important. I think like learning how, uh, looking at the difference between like creating content just to make content that looks good and creating content that's actually going to be effective for the business. Yeah. That's once I kind of like realized that there's a difference, it kind of, it just changed everything. Mm -hmm. It changed it when you're presenting yourself to a client, it's like what you're pitching to them. It's like, look, I'm not here to just that's make you look good. That's the thing I need good. to work on the most is like how to pitch myself. Cause sometimes I'm just too casual. Like, you know, cause I, I'm, I'm just a bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So if it's like another guy, like I, I bro out too much before it, when, before, when I like, you gotta remember it's business. Yeah, yeah business yeah, yeah. first and then yeah. bro it yeah. after. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. It's just learning. It's just yeah. And that's the thing. I think they like with this thing, it's like we're never not going to be learning. And so do you, did either of you guys have any formal school on this or all self-taught? Um, I did do a, I was already shooting, but I took a film photography class at a junior college and uh, I was like midway through it. And then one of my film roles, I opened it too soon. So it was like overexposed mm -hmm. and I just dropped out. 
<laughs> I just I'm like I'm not gonna reshoot this. I was too deep in the project. I just dropped that. I was like, whatever. Hey, yeah, I think you've sorry, uh, mom. <laughs> you've learned plenty though since then from everything else. Yeah. What do you got? You guys like YouTube videos and shit? Like that's yeah, how you I went pretty much learned everything. I went to YouTube University for eight yeah, years. That's what I did too. I've been doing it nonstop, <laughs> and I still do. Yeah, I still do it every yeah. single day. I need to learn something or forget something I've done a whole bunch of times. I'm yeah. like, how do I do that? Again? Go back real quick. You guys all Premiere Pro? Is that what you guys yeah. edited on? Yeah, too. yeah, same thing. Okay. Come here, Pro, Lightroom, Photoshop, all that stuff. Yeah. I've tried Final Cut, but it's just, it's like trying to read I, I do. Program. I have yeah. Mac, so like I would think that like it would be, it would make the most sense to use it, but I feel like I'm already so into Premiere Pro that I'm like, I'm not going to try to learn another. Yeah. They, they seem to have, be, uh, like they're more user friendly and like drag and drop stuff, basically, yeah. where Premiere it's like, this effect does that, but you got to edit it, manipulate it, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. DaVinci Resolve is really the game changer, though. I heard that one. Mm -hmm. That one's the one that's like tailored to coloring. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. Uh, they have like their own After Effects built into the oh, that's into sick. the program when you pay for the full After one. and you only pay three hundred and you get the, for lifetime. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing with Adobe. But it's but I always tell myself because I do a lot of photography too, so I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to pay for this anyway. So like, <laughs> I, uh, I I went to Delta for a little bit and took a. A graphic design class, so mm -hmm. I use the whole suite: Illustrator, Photoshop, Illustrator's, Lightroom. Yeah, Illustrator is the one thing I have no idea what I, I, I open it up and I'm like, because I was Same. like just trying to yeah. vectorize a file, and apparently it's so hard to do in yeah. Photoshop because like I don't know, I couldn't figure it out to save my life, and then I opened up Illustrator and I was like, oh god, this <laughs> is like more, a, this, huh? this Illustrator is Photoshop's After Effects, you know? I mean yeah. that that's yeah. in my yeah. mind. Exactly. That's yeah. it. Exactly. In my mind, that's what I'm like. Okay, exactly. that's what that is. <laughs> Exactly what it is. That's funny. And then, so, uh, YouTube University, uh, any YouTube guys that you, like, legitimately, like, enjoy watching, you like their stuff? Uh, Lufemi, Tyler Casey was really good. Uh, Max Novak has a lot of good... Dude, I don't know any of these guys. Really? Yeah, 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 I was yeah, about yeah, to yeah, say, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, watch, yeah, these yeah, are, dude. like, all... Uh, you know who Evan Ranf is? I think so. Uh, he yes. Is he new? Is he uh, newer? I would say newer. I mean, he's been doing it for like 2018, okay, okay. 2019, you know what I mean? But uh, Danny Gewurz, you know who Danny Gewurz is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I fucking yeah, love Danny's, Danny, cool. Danny's yeah. work school. But they, they, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I, I was I was more learning Premiere in like 20, in 20, like 16 to like 2018, 19. Mm -hmm. I stopped like, I still look up some things now, but it was more back then. Yeah, yeah. When, like, you, when you were doing it. Yeah. So was, was Peter like, McKinnon even a thing back then, bro? Not really. I mean, Dude, he was there, but it was like it was Casey Neistat was the oh, guy. Oh, that was the that he was, was dropping everyday vlogs. Yeah, that was the era where I was like really. And it's I was crazy trying to, to do think vlogs. like when you look back, like you're like, oh man, that's still early YouTube because now yeah. it seems like it's like, I mean, a little daunting when there's so many channels and people yeah. and like I a think like my I would love to have a YouTube channel where I do photography, videography stuff, uh -huh. but I just don't have enough fucking time. I feel like you know what I mean. Like that's why I always give props to all those people who are like have time to do that yeah doing all that other stuff you, you've you been tr trying to do stuff right recently? yeah but it's like you were saying man when you got two music videos that you shot this week and then i shot this bts vlog too it's like i gotta get these two videos that they paid me to finish first yeah. before i can touch this one but i'm starting to realize now it's a lot of delegating you know, we need to i was actually going to talk to you about it. it was like we need to we need to all come together and start helping each other and like the budgets are there it's like starting to realize now it's like we're working with clients that have the money to pay you a $1,500 video and I can pay Visa, say, $500 to go out and shoot it for two, three hours. Then I could pay an editor $300 to edit it. Mm -hmm. And that's 800 and they paid us 1500 So we still have money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so and it's, like, it's going just back to the company and the, for the rest of it. Pretty right much, there. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's like it's more of an agency now, but 
Yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's moving so from, overwhelming, but it's moving from you doing everything to like exactly. trusting other people, and that's the thing that I've realized too with like my podcast with promos or just editing it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can be like outsourcing this at least yeah. just the like little small things. You know what I mean? And I think it's just like having to trust people to right. to do stuff that like you're so used to doing it your way that like yeah, you know this person's good, but you're still like, but what if? What if? Yeah, yeah. but. Yeah. I've had the same thought too, but I think it goes back to instead of like trusting if they could do the job, trusting yourself. Like, am I able to instruct them the correct way? Yeah. Am I able to give good enough instructions for them to follow and execute what I need done? Mm -hmm. I, ideally, though, it's like I shouldn't have to teach you how to edit if you're an editor already. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go look for somebody that is an editor already so that I don't need to teach him. I can. I can teach this. Let's say this kid wants to be an editor, right? I can teach you how to do it, but... It's gonna take. It's gonna take some time. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather hire someone that's confident in their abilities. See, it's now. It's like it's it's delicating, but it's also like a professional. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna let the DP that's gonna come out and shoot for my video. Let him do his thing because I know he's a professional. I know he knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about that. I'm not gonna waste my time worrying about that because he is. He can do that or grip or lighting or whatever. So yeah. it's like, as an editor, it's like if you're an editor and I'm gonna hire you because I know you know what you're doing. Like. Even maybe sometimes better than me. I got a buddy Ski Mob that I'm gonna hire him now. He's nice. He's I'm gonna yeah, and he, I know he 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 told me he's like I like to edit. He's those are the things that he likes to do. So it's like okay, let me figure out a way that I can get paid, you can get paid, and we're both happy, and we can start cranking this out because That's dope. I can't be out in the field selling myself, selling more jobs, shooting, doing all this. If I'm Going stuck, back home if editing. I'm stuck in the office for ten hours editing a day, it's like, it's like. I gotta, I'm going to send you guys this video that I watched later. It's, it's, it talks a lot about delegating, but it's kind of rewired my brain to thinking. And it's like, that's why I want to go into this media agency stuff and like getting a team together because I've been doing this for since 2015, seriously, since like 2018. And I'm like, I'm sick of just, it's all me from beginning to end shooting. It's the creative editing, burnout too. But like, you get burnt out. Yeah. And it's like, I can't. I can't, I, I'm not going to do, I don't want to do this forever. This, like, this year is the one that the really like the past, like, two three months my wife was kind of one pointed out with me she was like you come home and like you're not there like yeah. you're just like zoned out thinking about shit yeah. she was just like and she was just she was like you have like people that can like help you or like mm -hmm. thing and like you know what i mean and then it's like but it's just a figuring out yeah. how like you're saying delegating how to yeah. figure out how to delegate it and how to yeah. it's difficult too because if the money's not there you know what i'm saying how can i pay this guy what he's worth if this guy's only gonna pay he, me you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like it also does take that you know you got to build yourself up to that like this guy might not want to pay fifteen hundred for a video because he's only been doing it for two years, whatever. But mm -hmm. we, you know, we kind of now we've built ourselves to that point where it's like we can sell ourselves to that price and it's it's reasonable. You know, we're not yeah we're not entry level trying to sell this crazy, mm -hmm. this crazy. We're professionals now in our in our field and we can charge those prices and start delegating now. The, the budget's there, the money's there. Before it probably wasn't three hundred dollars. I couldn't pay an editor. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But exactly. now that we're getting a thousand dollar videos, I could pay three hundred to an editor. Yeah, so exactly. Like, it took time to get Especially there, if but you're now that we get there, if you go and well, like it for a thousand, it's like you go and shoot. It's like okay, yeah. well, yeah, it makes sense, you know. Yeah, like I, I'm not, I'm okay with giving three hundred to the editor. When people are just, are you like really enjoy editing that much? Like, I don't get me wrong, I enjoy editing, but I, I wouldn't want to edit other people's stuff that much. I don't know, like, because. Like if I'm shooting something, I'm I'm familiar with my footage that I shot. You know what I mean? But like when somebody else, like somebody else gave me like even if it's like a real estate house, like somebody else gave me their footage to to edit that. It's just like I have to go through it and actually like watch it all. And like I mean, I do that with my own, but not. I know the sh yeah, the shots yeah. that I got versus like doing it. That, I, I feel like that's because you're coming from a standpoint that you shoot it all, but 
Now think there's an editor that doesn't like to shoot. He doesn't like to leave his house. He doesn't like to go out into the workplace and meet people and have to connect. You know what I'm saying? He just likes to be in his zone at his computer all day and cut footage. Yeah, that's true. And that's why I say it's good to hire professionals and people that love to do what they do. Because if you're passionate about what you do and you're a passionate editor and you love that, you love telling story with film and you Mm -hmm. know how to cut things in the right way and stuff, I'm going to give it to you and let you do your thing. Just like the client's going to give it to me and let me film it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to give it to the editor and let him do his thing. And then so on yeah, and so yeah. forth. Like, I think it's starting to realize like these bigger productions and these bigger shoots, it's not one guy behind the scenes. It's it's like 30, 30 people. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing that I haven't been on, been able to like work on anything that's like a higher production like that. You know what I mean? And so it's like all I know is everything that I've taught myself that I do. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it's just like trying to take that next step into like yeah. doing other things with like like you're saying when there's 20 people working on a set or yeah. even even 10 people, five people working on a set. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. It's just it relieves the pressure off and it lets everybody do their their job. Yeah, because it's not correctly. one not one person is wearing every sound hat. lighting. Yeah, the, like you know. What Otherwise, I mean, like you're, you're trying to put on different hats and trying to. Oh, I gotta go fix lighting. I gotta yeah. go fix yeah. the, you know. Yeah. Versus just the lighting guy is handling lighting. Or just focus. The on camera, camera guy is camera yeah, focused yeah. on camera, and I'm focused on directing. You know, mm-hmm. it makes the process smoother, and everybody wins, and we make more money. Yeah, that's dope. You know? So it's like, but it was a process. You know, it took time. Mm-hmm. We had to for Cause, yeah, because you've been what in it, like you said, like. Since 2015. Yeah. For the first three years, it was just me on set by mm. myself, setting up lights, doing it all. And now we linked up with other homies. Like, even Visa comes out mm. on set. And now he works with us under Stewie. And he sees, like, there's three people out at all times working on something to get mm-hmm. the video right. So That's, that's sick. That's sick. Yeah. And then, and then who, in like, ins- like, inspires you guys? Like, any directors or just people in general that you follow? Or Go ahead. I feel like I'm talking this mic. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh I knew you were going to ask this. Uh, <laughs> That's a good question. So one of them is a uh, film by Dave. He's a... Uh, I'll look that oh, up, I don't want to get it wrong, but I believe he's in Colombia. I believe Columbia. he's in Colombia. He's a... Uh, he does, like, more of the, like, reggaeton stuff. Like, oh, music okay, videos. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what inspires me is, like... Uh, you'll probably find it on Instagram. Oh. Yeah, but what inspires me is, like, the... just the, I'm more of, like... I come from a photography background. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's, like, super sick shots and just... I highly emphasize color. Like, color uh-huh. is, is my thing. Um, so his color is just, like, I don't oh, even know how sick. to describe that, bro. It's just crazy. That's sick. Um, yeah, that's nice. But, yeah, this dude, uh, like you said, he's working with teams, too. So everything's just a lot more seamless, and everything looks a lot more, like, put together, like, like well put together. Yeah, and yeah. Like- um, so that's probably, like, the number one inspiration right now. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, like literally all these guys, like Joaquin, mm-hmm. literally like half of Stockton. Like mm-hmm. they got like some of the craziest. Dude, like, I think you guys are like some of the most talented dudes in the Central Valley, and that's why I was like, I want to have you guys on the podcast, just because I like your work. Like Thank both you. your guys' work is very unique, and that, I, I'm I'm inspired by it. So appreciate it, as bro. someone who's like trying to you know step it up as well. Like we all got to collab on something. Now. Yeah, dude, let's do it. Let's sure. do it. Yeah. What about you, Joaquin? Um, so early days, it was like David Camarena. Um, he did a lot of HBK, HBK Gangs music. Um, he was a super, super crazy. His visuals go crazy. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Yeah, David yeah. Cameron right there. Damn, that's the OG. He is an OG. <laughs> He's an OG. He did a lot of stuff for like Burner. He shoots up for, for Larry June now. But Oh, dude, Larry June's so Larry sick. June's, yeah. But Cameron is crazy. Um, man, I'm trying to think. It was a lot of YouTube stuff too. Like Casey Neistat was a yeah. huge influence. I just loved his style and his like running gun mentality and just um, uh, another big one was Stewie. 
it's cool because now I can say like we're home. Yeah, 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 I get, yeah, I get exactly. to work on him. But I remember early like 2016, 2017 when we were we were trying to build a culture in Stockton. Mm-hmm. And Stewie came out here and he was like already pretty well known in the Bay, but he shot with a couple artists out here, like MBNL, Lil Dadex, uh, mm-hmm. Nikki Nine Hundred, and he kind of sparked this flame in the two hundred nine that it was like okay people out here are talented and there's talent out here and that we we can we can do it now too Mm -hmm. because before it just felt like we were the little brother to the bay area yeah but then after that we're on the come up like yeah i was gonna feel like and then especially after the pandemic the whole central valley like really really blew up yeah and and it's weird because like a lot of other places was opposite like like it kind of died down in other places but central Mm -hmm. valley was just like I think things weren't as strict, maybe, or something. I don't know. You I know. think it was like uncharted land that people finally <laughs> yeah. discovered. It's like Grand Theft Auto map, <laughs> yeah. you know? You, they, people started venturing yeah. over here because the bay got oh, too shit. expensive, yeah, and then yeah. they realized, like, oh, there's some stuff going on out here. Yeah, and, like, yeah, because all, like, talent out yeah, here. a lot of artists, and then just, like, artists, and then anything in the art community. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like recently, it's just, and maybe just me becoming more aware of it as well. So I think it's a little yeah. bit of a mixture of everything, but it, it's good to see, like, the Central Valley actually, like, appreciating artists, you yeah. know what I mean? Because for a while, it was just like this podcast is brought to you by none other than marcus rodriguez if you're looking to buy or sell a home in this competitive market and you're not too sure where to start look no further than merced's preferred realtor marcus rodriguez he'll make the process go as smooth and easy as possible and you can reach him at 209-554-1715 visit his website www.myagentmarcus.com or email him info at myagentmarcus.com Thanks again, Marcus. This podcast is brought to you by Thor. If you're looking to get a tattoo in the Central Valley area and you're not too sure where to start, look no further than this dude right here. He's a versatile artist that specializes in black and gray realism. He's located in Merced at the Merced Tattoo and Piercing Company. And if you'd like to get in contact with him, the best thing you can do is stop by the shop in the beginning of the month in person and make an appointment. And if not, you can follow him on Instagram. That's at underscore Thor with five E's. Once again, that's at underscore T-H-O-R-E-E-E-E. Thanks again, Thor. Are you thinking about that giant pile of junk in your backyard and you don't know what to do with it? Well, stop right there. Look no further than Scott Levesey, owner of Be Junk Free Merced. Everybody has stuff that's taking up space, but not everybody has time or equipment to do something about it. That's where Scott Levesey comes in. If you have junk overtaking your garage, yard, that spare room, or even a storage unit, give Be Junk Free Merced a call at 209-233-1519. Once again, that's 209-233-1519. Thanks again, Scott. I think connection, too, is like community. Mm-hmm. We're all starting to link up now, and like all the photographers and videographers are starting to realize that, like I said, this is a team sport. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If you got more people on your team, the better, the more easier it's going to yeah. flow. And there's money out there for everybody to win. Mm-hmm. We can do it. So you just got to kind of team up. Yeah, and that's actually the thing of that from this podcast. Like, the more I talk to people, the more people are like, sense of community is everything everybody wants. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, it's like you want to feel like you're a part of something, whether mm-hmm. it's a family, whether it's with your work, whether it's whatever it is. It's like everybody's longing for that community feeling. So yeah. especially with photographers, videographers, it's like I never look at people as my competition because they're like, like, there's plenty of, there's so much work yeah. to go around. There's so much. And then there's so many tiers and levels to it too, where it's like somebody m- might be, they're going to be getting higher paying jobs where maybe you need to work up to get those higher paying jobs. But like, you're going to be able to learn and grow from, from everything. You know what I mean? I think it's all it comes with time. It's uh, yeah, it's all about like just trying a bunch of different stuff, working with yeah. different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there could be like, for example, like we all shoot 
we shoot some stuff that's the same, but then we also shoot, we each shoot our own different things. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, just collabing, just getting to try different different style shoes and seeing what you like, seeing where you fit. And mm-hmm. So I, I made, I made, I did some collaborations in 2020 and I, I haven't stopped working with them since, you know, I met my buddy, my buddy Ernie, Ernst Perez. He's another really very talented videographer Shout from out here. And man, ever since I met him at, the, at a Don Quest shoot, we shot a video for Don Quest. Mm-hmm. Dude, Don Quest is so sick. I, yeah. I want to get Don Quest on the podcast. We can do it. Dude, I'll talk to we'll him. Talk after, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he, I'm sure he's down. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, we met and then it was just kind of like, we, now it's like we link up and we'll edit and we'll motivate each other. And it's like, oh, how does this look? Oh, it looks cool. I think you should do this. And dude, that's feed my favorite. Off of each other that's my favorite. Just, when two different people, like, like my, me and my buddy Jimmy, like we'll both be editing something, but it'll be like completely two separate things. It's just him like, oh, what about, what if you tried this? And then you're like, oh, like that sparks an idea that sparks another idea that yeah. gets you to do something. Collaboration. That, yeah, exactly. And it, it's just one person saying one thing, you know what I mean? That can can make you be like oh wow this video would have been way different if i didn't have yeah. that one idea or whatever you know what i mean i think it's also about the person like i know a lot of people can't take criticism or they can't take things so it's like i'm glad that a lot of the creatives that we work with out here are very open to that mm-hmm. open to each other and open to criticism and collaboration yeah. because it's like if they weren't they would just kind of stick to themselves and just you know what i'm saying yeah. just doing what they do but no nah, they're willing to link up with other people and work with other people and get advice from each other and Mm-hmm. Ultimately, to produce a better form of art, a better piece of art. So, yeah. and yeah, and I think that especially with our industry, like constructive criticism to me is just like I'm like, hey, tell me if this shot doesn't look good. Tell me if you know what I mean, or if you have an idea. Like, dude, there's so many shots that I, I bring my wife to like all my shoots because like you know, mm-hmm. always could have a helping hand, and uh, she'll always be like, oh, what if you did that? And I'm like, oh, I didn't like that's a dope ass shot. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. You know what I mean? Like just things that where I'm like. This video would have been way different if mm. you didn't suggest that one thing. Like, he, like she might feel like she's like, I feel like I'm just getting dragged along. I'm like, no, 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 you're helping me. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Sometimes I'll have like my girl come out with me on like, mm-hmm. uh, I do like couple shoots or something. Yeah. Oh, and, especially oh, those then. help. Those the girl helps because it just she just kind of like brings like and the energy of like like two like you go girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slay. Yeah. Uh, Stick your ass out. It's like I can't say that. You know what I mean? For real. <laughs> also, like I'll be, I'll be so like dialed in on a shot, and then there's like a strand of hair that the girl has across yeah. it. I don't notice it. Oh, I'm just focused yeah, yeah, on the yeah. composition. And then your girl just hey, hang on, hang on. Yeah, fix it real quick. Yeah. So it's just having the team back to back to having a team. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter how big or small a team is. I think it's just crucial. What's that saying? They said if you want to, if you want to go far, if you want to go, or fast, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far. Go with others, yeah, go with, with the team, like go with the team, and it's like it really that, does make no, sense. that that yeah. it does, it does. And then, what about movies, you guys? What's what's some of your favorite Damn, movies? I knew you were gonna ask this too, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I literally had to think you're about like it. on your way, like, what, what are we gonna like, talk about? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, favorite movie, Pineapple Express. Oh, I like it. It's that. not cinematic. I mean, it's cinematic. It's not really like the most cinematic looking but film. It's fucking. It's, it's, a, it's a, such a good film. That's entertainment, yeah, yeah. Pineapple Express is so good. As for inspo, though, I say anything A24. Of yeah, A twenty four is just, just like they have so many and like just weird shit too. Yeah, like weird and good. Mm-hmm. Or Christopher Nolan, anything. Yeah, Christopher. I was gonna say well. Christopher Nolan's like one, literally one of my favorite. Like the first thing I saw from him was The Prestige, and that that was like I was like one of my favorite it. movies ever. You ever seen it? I haven't seen it. Oh my god, have you seen it? Nah. Oh, you guys Damn, gotta watch the it. Prestige. Yeah, it's a uh, Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale are in it, and they're okay. both like magicians. It's like it's like a. Yeah, just it's it, it, like twi- it's just like a normal class, a classic Christopher Nolan twist and turns and shit. Yeah, like, I'm watching that tonight. Yeah, dude, it's so good. It's so and it's all about like like 
Tesla's in it, and David Bowie plays Tesla, and like it's like oh, a no. cool little like, yeah, it's it's one of my favorites. Yeah, but that's one of my favorites from Christopher Nolan. Who else? I'm trying. Nolan's to... Nolan's is good. Yeah. Well, and all his. Yeah. yeah. It just like he did the Batman's it, right. Yeah. All yeah. the Batman's. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The Dark Knight. Dark Knight was so good. That was like one of my favorites. What about you? Tarantino. Tarantino. Okay. Tarantino's okay. a huge one. Tarantino's um, shit's so good. It's funny because I didn't really watch movies growing up. I didn't really start getting into movies until about like I want to say like five years ago when I like started really getting into film and videography. Like I don't know, it was weird. Like just didn't really watch them. My parents were very Catholic growing up, so I wasn't allowed to watch like Pineapple Express <laughs> until I was already like almost eighteen <laughs> yeah, or like yeah, Friday. Yeah. I didn't see Friday until I was like. 20. Same oh, I was one. raised in a super Same, Christian bro. household. Like, yeah. My mom was like, you're not watching BG-13 movies till you're 13. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I, we didn't even go get to my 13. Yeah. After. <laughs> you had to be 18 to watch a BG-13 movie in this house. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, definitely Tarantino's crazy. Um, oh, I like uh, Jonah Hill's mid, mid-90s. Have you guys seen mm-hmm. mid-90s? Oh, I yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. that one's really good. Dude, that one's really... It's just like nostalgic. Anything that's kind of like nostalgic is like mm-hmm. right up my alley, honestly. Uh, what's that fool's name from Key and Peele? Oh, mm-hmm. Jordan. Uh, Jordan's yeah. movies a bit lately have been yeah. going crazy. Yeah, and it's like... It's why, like, you wouldn't expect, like, when you watch Key and Peele, like, where yeah. you learned or where, where you, like, found him at, I'm like, I would, did not expect all this. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, is I, he the... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Nope was good. I haven't seen Nope. Yeah, I haven't seen, seen Nope yet either. It was good. Us. It was just a little all over the place, but it was it was pretty good. Us was good. Uh, Get Out, obviously classic. Get yeah, Get Out was so good. The uh, Naki and Peel was funny though. Oh, the, uh, that was a good show. Yeah, that's why I feel I feel like and then like rec- I mean, have you guys ever seen the show? I think you should leave. It's on Netflix. No. When you guys go home, you gotta watch it. It's a. Uh, it's like me and this guy cannot stop fucking quoting this show to each other. It's a sketch comedy <laughs> show, so it's just like five minute and then a new sketch, okay. and it's like a twenty. Oh, okay, show, yeah, so. I like those shows. Yeah, yeah. So just Key and Peele. It's basically okay, okay. like a new version, a different version of Key and Peele, but it is so fucking funny. Like it's like some of them you're like, what the fuck? Like it's not funny, and then other ones it's like, yeah. I cannot stop fucking laughing. Did you watch uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, I I have not. I uh, know. Uh, what about Narcos? Uh, no. Yeah. Damn. See, like movies, I didn't really watch a lot of movies. I did watch a lot of TV, like Breaking Bad too. Uh, I haven't even. Uh, what about Ozark? Anybody Ozark? <laughs> I, I did watch a little bit of that one, dude. Ozark. Oh, good. Uh, I got COVID and I watched all four seasons of Ozark, <laughs> and like that shit is so crazy. Is it still going? No, uh, they just ended it on the fourth season. Okay, but it's like it's so good. It's it, it's. I feel like it's like Narcos vibe though. Yeah, like the same. Yeah, suburban. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like house. Yeah, I haven't started a Game of Thrones. I seen you, I wasn't actually hit you up because I seen you posted it. Yeah. Um, I think I watched like the first episode, uh-huh. and then I just I kind of just. <laughs> it's uh, slow, but it's, it's it's one of those shows that has got a lot of things going on yeah. in a bunch of different places on the in the map. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like jumping around, and then eventually all of them cross paths, and then they all come back and together. It's it's yeah. it's. Yeah, yeah. My 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 wife loves yeah. Game of Thrones. She's like the the biggest fan. I was just <laughs> I was just felt like I was so late to it. Like same thing with Breaking Bad. It was like I was interested in it when it ended, and then now I'm like. It's one of those things where it's, it's like, like, ah. like twenty minute shows I can do, but like if it's an hour long, I'm gonna end up looking at my phone and then uh-huh. wait, what the fuck happened? And then I mean, it's just all my excuses of why I don't watch it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, same thing. I feel like if the first episode doesn't hook me right away, it's a wrap. I'm just yeah, on to the next. I feel that. Yeah, and honestly, like I started Ozark multiple times, but then like when I got COVID, I was like, I'm double down on this shit right now. That was like, me with Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. watched it and I was like, ah, this was whatever. And I came back like two weeks later and I was like, all right, let me give it another chance. Yeah. Did you fucking zoom through it watching it? Yeah, I was one of those, like, 
binge. I like, have to watch it? like three, four episodes a day. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm already in my room all day, so yeah. it's like, let's just let it run. You know yeah, saying? that so, was the same thing with me for Ozark, or, or me and my wife, because we both got COVID together. We were we went through, in. in a week, we watched four seasons. Oh, man. And like, but it was, we had nothing else to do, so it was like, fucking... You're being safe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were. You were doing yeah. the responsible thing. Yeah, and I really did feel like shit, honestly. I was like, oh, man, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crazy. Uh, I'm trying to think what other ones. Uh, Ridley Scott, you watching any Alien movies? Any like? Have you guys ever seen the original Alien movie? No. You I guys got to watch. It's like it's made in the seventies, but it's still like like it, Alien versus Predator. Yeah, or like, so it's that Alien, the original though, where that one came from. Oh, okay. And okay. so it's like Sigourney Weaver's in it and stuff. So like, it's it's crazy because it's a seventies movie, but like. Yeah, it's like 79 or something. Look up when the first Alien movie was. But it's like, it kind of feels like it's like a modern, not modern day. Like, it doesn't seem like it was filmed that long ago. 79? Yeah. Damn. It's hard for me to watch older movies knowing what I know now about, like, yeah. film but and everything. Th but this is one of the ones where it's like, you can't, you're almost like, what the fuck? Like, how can I not tell that it wasn't, like, Shot, it was generally, <laughs> like, you can tell if it's an 80s movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because 80s movies are like, like, it's like Rocky 1 and then Rocky 3. There's a fucking robot, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. cooking dinner and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck's going on right now? <laughs> well, this was ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And Ridley Scott still does, like, the Alien movies and, like, Prometheus, all those, all those ones from Space, sci-fi. Yeah, anything That's space, sci-fi. I feel like there's other space movies I fucking like, but I can't even... Think. It's like one of those things where I, I'm asking you guys, and I'm like, "Who do I like? I can't fucking think of anybody." Yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, and then Clint Eastwood shit too. Like, oh, yeah. like Grant Torino. Have you guys ever seen the movie? Yeah, yeah that's, that's a that's great just, movie. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like I, I saw that movie way long after I came out, and I was like so compelled by it. I was like, "This is such a good movie." Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> there's an old movie that I really liked as a kid. It was a uh, Under the Same Moon. I don't know if I've it's seen it. It's a Mexican movie. Uh -huh. It's about a little boy that crosses the border and comes back to find his mom. But I remember that was a movie that really stuck with me. It was like, damn, like, why am I crying right now <laughs> yeah. over a story that over some dude, characters I, that's yeah. not even real? Dude, and I was no, just like, dude, wow. I'm hella sappy in movies. Like, I get yeah. like, I do. When I was a kid, it would be, it'd be cartoon and something stabby going on. I'd be fucking bawling. Yeah. I'd be like, I was trying to hold it together. If I was with a girl, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Marley and Me destroyed me the worst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, everybody has a soft spot. Marley and, you never seen Marley and the dog Me? One? The, with the Golden yeah, Retriever? I wouldn't be able to watch that, bro. No. <laughs> I got a soft spot for dogs. Dude, you, me bro. too, dude. We have, uh, we have like uh, two half Sharpay, half Pit Bulls. So Sharpay are the dogs with all the rolls on them, mm. and then half Pit Bulls. But, uh, like one of them's five, but he just started getting hip problems, and it's like, it's so sad. Yeah. But like yeah. Moose can't even jump up into the jeep anymore without like pull. He'll like pull something, and he starts like whining and stuff yeah. like that. So, but now like, but he's like such a good dog that like we'll walk to the jeep, and then he'll just like stand there, wait for you, to wait for me to pick him yeah. up, like and stuff like that. But yeah, that's like why Marley nah, and me is like sucks. so. Yeah, it's one of the it's dogs. A hard one. Yeah, you guys have dogs or anything? Max. Yeah, just got a bunch of Yorkies. Oh, Yorkies, yeah. huh? I got a silver lab. Oh, silver Maximus. lab. Maximus. Maximus. That's yeah, a good dog name. Yeah, my sister taught him parkour and a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> really? What, is, what does the dog do for parkour? He does like rebounds off the wall. He'll like <laughs> jump into the bed of the truck and like cook himself off and crawl in. She's teaching him a backflip right now. Like, Damn. How, he's pretty that. young or what is My he? little sister, yeah, she's, in, she's a freshman right now, but I don't know. It's weird. She's just, it's her best friend and she's like yeah. trying to teach him all these cool things. They're amazing. Yeah, that's dope, dude. I, I love dogs. Yeah. That's cool. And then, uh, so these, I have like some random questions, but I, it's just like filmmaker questions, but like, like gimbal or handheld. And obviously there's a time and place for both, yeah. but if you're going to pick one. You go first. Man, uh, I feel like for a long time I was so reliant on the gimbal and I think I still am that it's like, let me 
shoot some handheld shit now because I need to. That's literally I need the to work out I'm more going muscles, in right now you know, too. I'm like, just like not becoming reliant on the gimbal. Yeah, because you get so used to it. Uh huh. And it just feel like it makes everything too easy. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like we got to remember that at the end of the day, we're telling a story. And the gimbal isn't the best way to tell a story. If you want to show panic, you're not going to put the gimbal on and somebody, you know, you want to handheld and shake. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's like when you start realizing that these tools are used for specific for specific things, mm -hmm. it's like there's a really good YouTube channel called Studio Binder. Mm -hmm. And they do a lot of breakdowns with like what is camera movements, what they're called, what they do, what emotions they. And I've been watching them for a long time. And now I'm starting to realize like, OK, maybe for this. Oh, show, I've, I've watched their videos yeah, before. <laughs> like if you go go to their their playlists and then go to the shot list. Um, uh, the shots or how they shot it. Uh, there's one called oh, the shot list. The shot list. Yeah. So this is just like. The ultimate guide to like shot and compositions and then camera angles and then lenses and camera gear and camera movement. And so it's like you watch these Damn. and you kind of realize like, okay, how every, much more there is to yeah, it. And it's yeah. Like, there's specific, there's everything is these filmmakers have this down and they, when they tell a story, they know what lenses to pick to what emotion you want to convey. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's cool now. What about you? I agree 100%. Yeah. With that, um, plus gimbal after like, hour and a half back just starts aching dude bro. for wedding and for weddings it's like i'm just do gimbal most of it in the sense of like at least up until like for the shot like for all the shots before the wedding and during the ceremony mm. yeah, once the ceremony ends reception. all, all reception yeah. you can you can throw it to the side do yeah. some handheld stuff but then once a couple session comes back again it's like but and so me and jimmy shoot weddings together and so generally for like those it's like one person will have gimbal one person will be handheld yeah. and at least that you have the variety of mm -hmm. to make it look like what at least when you're the editor when yeah. you're doing it you know what i mean yeah, yeah. No, for weddings it makes sense because I mean you're trying to get these slow mo dramatic slow -mo. shots. Yeah, you shouldn't. I'm shooting a sixty frames want per shake second the whole time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I've seen some people who just do only handheld, mm -hmm. and I'm like, it looks good, but to a certain point, I feel like it's like it shouldn't be so documentary like you know, or you know, it's more of like I, I think of it as a film versus like this is the day of. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. And then also a thing I've noticed is like. Like he said, if it's being, if the camera movement's being used the correct way, you don't even notice that the camera's shaking because yeah. you're so, like, into the, into the, the film. Yeah, it's, the story. And it's funny because when I'm editing, I'll randomly, like, sometimes I'll like, oh, that, that clip's kind of, like, shaky. Yeah. But, like, you'll put it in, and I'll be like, oh, that looks really, yeah. like, that, like, in my mind, I'm like, shaky footage is bad. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, you're just, that's what you think. You know what yeah, I mean? 100%. And then, like, I filmed, like, this uh, cool running video for my wife, and it was like, I did the whole, I, for my, I was like, I need to do it all handheld because I want to prove to myself that, like, I can, you know, make something. And, like, and that and it ended up being, like, one of my favorite videos because it's just, like, it's like the shakes in it, and I'm like running behind her, like the camera's moving, but it like mm -hmm. it makes you feel like you're with that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why so the it's Nike like commercials. Are like yeah, that. exactly. It's like learning to to know when to use both. But like yeah. like you're saying, when it's just you by yourself out there, if you're doing that, having to switch lenses, having to do everything. Yeah. What's your favorite lenses? I know, obviously, there's so many, yeah. but like twenty four, twenty four. Yeah, I love thirty fives. Thirty five is my favorite. I have a. I'm such a new. I have a twenty. I have a twenty-eight to seventy uh -huh. to seventy-five Tamron. So I just can't be. Oh, you got. You gotta go back. There, yeah, yeah. In and out. But I, I, I do want to. I have get a twenty-four a to one hundred five. Yeah. Too. And that's like the same thing. What do you shoot, Canon or Canon? Something? Yeah. Oh, you guys are Canon people. I'm both. I'm both. You have both. Uh, honestly, I kind of want to. And so I, I'm in the market to buy a new camera, but I'm yeah. like, I have so many Canon lenses that yeah. I'm like. 
I feel like I'm already so far into it because yeah. I've been shooting with the EOS R, and don't get me wrong, it's that's like that's what's recording this, and that's nice. it's been great and everything, but like I'm at the stage where I, I like my buddies who have like the R6 and stuff like that. I'm like I can tell the difference now mm. in the video. Like it's good for photography, but video wise, it's like I can just like the log is not the same. And yeah. like yeah, if you're going video, details, you gotta like, go Sony. Yeah, yeah that's the you gotta thing. go yeah. Sony. I'm, Even I'm, hybrid, I'm, bro. If you just have to have one hybrid camera, I'd say Sony all day. Yeah. Sony's Sony's photos are amazing. <sighs> yeah. Not Canon's photos. I'll give them that. Uh-huh. And Canon's colors. Yeah, yeah. But I'm mainly video, so it's like I'm gonna get. You know, it's like I if know. I were construction, I I'm so not gonna get a Prius. Canon, that's my thing. I'm tired of the adapter having to carry it yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Does it not have autofocus either? If you put a Canon lens on a Sony. Depends on the adapter. Like mine's a Sigma, so mine only has autofocus with the Sigma lens. Okay. And I hear that it's just like. I mean, when you use a Sony lens on a Sony camera, it it's native. gonna, Nothing it's gonna, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And same thing with like, if you would put like a Sony lens on a can, like, it's just, yeah. they're not meant for each other. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, there's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's my thing too. That's because I, because I'm like, okay, I want to get the R6, mm. but like, a lot of people I talk to are like, you should get a Sony. And I'm like, yeah. fucking A. What, what do you mainly do? Photo or video? I would, I, I do more video, but it's like a 40 60 split. You know well, what I mean? Well, you can keep the Canon for photos if you ever need it, but. If you want to get, trust me, bro. Once you make that jump to Sony video, and you're gonna see it. And I think like, I have enough lenses where, like, I don't need all my Canon lenses either. Like, I yeah. could sell some of them too, I, bro. We, I've got. I'm telling you, I got away with that Tamron for a long time. Like, does that really thing balance on like, your? Uh, yeah. Well, Sony light. lenses are also some way light. smaller than Canon yeah. lenses. Like my my 24 oh, yeah. to 105, it's heavy. It can't balance on a. Yeah. I mean, it's it's great glass, but it's an older one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because sometimes I'll see like a like a Sony's like yeah, some of their lenses. I'm like, well, that's. That's a seventy to two hundred, or like mm-hmm. that's a, you know what I mean? Super light. Let's, let's see it right now. I got a cage on mine and stuff though, so. That's, that's mandatory. Yeah, that's a lot lighter yeah. than. And that's with a cage on it and an ND filter. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a cage on mine yeah. too. No, what tam- is it, what is this one? The A seven three. That's what it is. Yeah. So, I'll put it away. Yeah, but tam- that's that's the go to one right now. That recent, like not too long ago, came out, right? Uh, not <sighs> for a minute now. Like a, the A7S3 is the one that just came mm-hmm. out. This is just the A7 III. I'm in the market for the A7S3. Mm-hmm. I thought you had A7S3. Nah, no, I have the A7 III. What's, uh, the, what's the differences of them? The, the A7S3 is more like a low light, better video oh, low light base. Okay. But they are dropping that uh, um, the more like... The FX30? Yeah, with the better price point. I'd rather get the FX3. FX3? Because the camera? FX30 is a crop sensor. Oh, so, is it? Yeah. Oh, damn. And the so FX3 is full frame. The FX3 is basically the A7S3 in a more of like a cinema Cinema camera, body. right? Yeah. yeah. The yeah. FX3 doesn't do photo. It's strictly video. Oh. Yeah. So it's like uh, specifically, but that one's, that's the, it can't, there's like, it just got approved for Netflix. Oh, shit. So you oh, can really? shoot Netflix films It's like, what's that. the Canon cinema camera? The, the, the C700 or yeah, something C10 like that. Or C70? C70? I think it's, C70? I think it's yeah. C70. Well, it's kind of like that one, but Sony has their own, and that's the FX6. Okay, gotcha, but, gotcha. Like, uh, I don't think Canon has just a dedicated video camera. Yeah, it's, yeah, the, the, C, it's, it's C7. a C. Well, the C the C7, but that one's like a big body. Yeah, the C, it's like the box. The FX3 thingy. is is like uh, oh, it's, it's like, like a, a cube almost. Yeah, like like almost like a camera type. Yeah, deal. it's like body style like this, but a little bit thicker mm-hmm. and a little bit more girth. And it doesn't have the viewfinder. You're the second yeah, people to tell me I should go to Sony too. So, hey. Oh. Yeah, you can't. Once you go Sony video, it's like you can't go back. I, got, I started with. And honestly, that's, that's the thing I noticed that people who have Sony and they shoot it, I'm like, their shit looks so crispy. Yeah, like, it looks so it clean. Is. And yeah. You pair it with a good lens. And I got away with the A6400 is like a $1,200 camera. And uh, less, it's probably like $1,000 now. And then like a little cheap $300 lens. 
I got away with that for so long, mm-hmm. like shooting business promos and just shooting a whole bunch of stuff. People are always asking, like, what kind of camera? What kind of camera? Like, dude, people always ask that. I'm always yeah. like, it's honestly half the time doesn't matter. Not, like, I mean, lighting. to like to the average consumer at least, I'm like, it doesn't even like literally doesn't matter. Like, because yeah. I, I tell people recently, especially with the iPhone 14, I'm like, if you fucking have a business and you want to fucking like make reels, get the iPhone 14. Oh yeah, shoot with that because that is better than what you're gonna get. Like. <laughs> Uh, an expensive camera, not use lighting, and it's gonna look just like shitty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes the, it's easier and simpler just to go with the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've seen you did the. I think you did this car video pretty recent on the phone, right? Yeah, with the F one fifty. Well, I do a lot uh, of no, them. For, I think it was Rolls Royce. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, all yeah. iPhone, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. Cool. I edited. So you got a little rig for it in your iPhone, right? Or no? What is it? No, a little. Or just was your fan yeah. built and stabilized? Didn't you post something on your story recently or something like that? Uh, iPhone with? rig. Yeah. Well, I just posted. Um, so the the A seven S three, the one that my boy has, you can use your iPhone as a monitor, oh. and it'll Wi Fi it. So whatever you're seeing in the camera, you can see it on well, the here. A seven three is pretty good in low light, though. Oh, it's the low light camera. Like it's the one mm-hmm. <clears throat> when the A seven S two came out. But what about it was just the A seven three though? That one's a little it's still, bit more. It's still it's better like, than the EOS R. Oh, for sure. I've had both of that. But what about like R6 though? Because I know R6 is really good in low uh, light. So know, the R6 and the R6 is like with the up there with the A7S three. They're yeah, like the competitors. Yeah. And then there's the what else is there? The, the R5. R5. R5 is a photography or like I don't get why the R5 is so much more expensive either. The, the six is the one that shoots 8K, right? But no, the five. five. The five shoots the 8K. Uh, the six is the four. Uh, the six. I think the six might shoot 8K cropped. It's like one of those things where it's like, which one's the most expensive one? The, the five. Canon. The five. Okay. The R5. That's yeah. like the A7S three. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. That one's the one. And then yeah, yeah, because that's my thing too. And that, that that's why I'm like, well, you're, now you're saying R6 is similar to that one. <laughs> Makes yeah. me want to buy that. <laughs> it's tough, bro. You both recommend Sony, though? Yeah. For video? Yeah. I would say for sure. rent one or something uh-huh. for like a week. Get kind of familiar with it. Because it's not, you're not going to pick it up and absolutely love it. You're going to have to, it's, it's a cur- learning curve a little bit. Not crazy learning curve, but coming from Canon to Sony, mm-hmm. it's it's a little bit different. But then once you figure it out and you dial it in, it's... But the A7 III can also shoot photos, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, A7, A7 III is tailored to both. It's It's... So there's the A7R series, and the R series is for photos. Mm-hmm. The S series is for video, mm-hmm. and then the just the regular one, two, and three are a little bit of both. The hybrid. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, man. And I've literally been sitting on this for two months buying a new camera because yeah. I'm like, I have, I, I, I want to, but like every single time I talk to somebody, I'm like, well, maybe, <laughs> well, maybe this, well, maybe that. I mean. Just rent one, borrow one, or see if your one of your homies has an extra one. I got an A sixty four hundred. You want to let me know? I'll let you borrow for a week. Yeah, and just just to kind of feel it out. Just feel it out, yeah. feel it, and I'll let you borrow it with that lens, and you'll see. It's like, yeah, it's nice. It's I think once you get it into the editing and see, yeah, that's right. That's think, when you'll really like because because it's always gonna feel weird in the beginning if yeah. I'm going out shooting something on a camera that it's new to me. You know what I mean? But that's what you're saying like, bring it into the editing software, and if I like. Yeah, the way it looks, that's more important than. Do you shoot log? Yeah, I shoot log. Okay, yeah, yeah the S logs. It's a lot better Sony than Sony S logs is for sure crazy. You, you can do a lot more with. Well, it. I never shot S log on my Canon, but because I think the I think it or Canon I has their own log yeah, too. Though the EOSR has a C log. Yeah, C log. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I'm saying. I think the R6 has C log too. Then I but think they have a better version of the C log. Yeah, they do because uh, Jimmy has R6 and I have the EOSR, and so when we like shoot weddings and stuff, it's like. It's very similar, but when you're color grading it, you can kind of tell the difference between them. You shoot a lot of weddings? Yeah, a lot of weddings, and then yeah. I do weddings, and then commercial work, and then music videos here and here and there, basically. And, but like a lot of like yeah, recently more commercial work, and I'm like all about that. Dope. You know what I mean? And then brand marketing, basically, like 
events for breweries or events for mm-hmm. whatever the random stuff like that. That's and it. then you're mostly music videos. As of lately, yeah, but I'm trying to step out and start doing more like that marketing. Mm-hmm. I want to offer like a monthly subscription um, where yeah, I help like, businesses or X amount of money and I'll come in once a week and I'll get, get two to three reels video reels, some photos, and I'll manage your social media for X amount of dollars a month and have two to three clients or something. You know, that'd be nice. But Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to take on more, but it's hard because it's like... At the end of the day, I'm still have to sit in that room and edit for ten hours a day. Like, and that's why it's done. And delegate, that's, delegate, and that's why I'm getting I'm more big. And that's why I'm asking, like, okay, what do you, you shoot weddings? You shoot mm-hmm. because we have homies that it's like, hey, are you free this weekend? No, I got a wedding this weekend. Okay, well, I need some help with a wedding. Do you know anyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. we're always looking for more people. We're always looking for, and it's kind of hard sometimes to find like the right guy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like you know, weddings is delicate. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta have something right. But man, it's you know. It's, 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 as long as you find someone that you can trust and as you feel comfortable, okay, go wedding, go do it. It's good. Mm-hmm. I'll pay you X amount of money. Yeah, know? exactly. And like, if I could shoot a wedding and not have to edit, edit it. it that's yeah. what I'm. That's what me and my friends started figuring out. <laughs> it's like we're getting subcontracted by these people that shoot weddings full time, uh-huh. and they're paying us seven hundred dollars to come out for the day, just film, and then deliver an SD card at the end of the day, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're just like, damn, why am I not doing this already? Like, yeah, same thing with like me and Jimmy. So it's like he booked. Pretty much, we shoot every wedding together, but it's like. Like, I'm always, like, enjoying it more when it's, like... Because it's, like, obviously the person who's wedding it, who booked it, they're editing it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... Uh, but, like, when it, when it's not my wedding or when it's not his wedding, you know, you, you're just more relaxed. And yeah. you're just, like, oh, cool. Like, I mean, you're along for the ride. You're going to do a good job. But it's still just, like... That's you're not pressure, thinking about the... the yeah. Of, you're, yeah. like, I'm the one who booked it. So I got to make sure I'm getting the shots that I want, basically. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we're trying to find an editor right now. Because it's, like, okay, we have shooters. where there's an abundance of shooters, but... If we have an editor, we can crank out weddings like you and me shoot one this weekend. Yeah. Send all the footage to him. And he that's edits the thing. it during the week. I want to find a good editor. And the thing is, like, I've had other people kind of reach out to me, and it's like I've seen their stuff, and it's good, but it's, sometimes it's like a little. It's like it's like I don't know if I'm being picky either. You know what I mean? That's one of the things no, too, where it's not. like you know, sometimes it's just like it's like I think you could do good work, man, and I think like some of the stuff you do is good, but like some of the wedding films, it's like it can't just abruptly cut yeah. to like a new song, or it just yeah, can't yeah. abrupt, you know, just little things like that. So finding someone like you're saying that you trusted, edit it. I would, I would shoot more weddings if I found like a, a good uh, editor. Yeah. you know what I mean. That uh-huh. you could just like be like, oh, here's the footage, like, and then just know that they're gonna <laughs> cut it up and know exactly what to cut and put what when where. Yeah, exactly. But what I did realize from doing so many weddings is like. If you get them to read their vows on camera, it makes the whole editing process so much easier. It's like more documentary film work where you're yeah. just matching what they're saying just and overlay kind of some overlaying it. It doesn't matter what the shots, you know, yeah. too much. But like when there's no no uh, narration to it at all, yeah. and you have to like visually make it, you're I'm like putting all this film grain in it and making it look yeah. black and white randomly. You know, doing all this stuff to to supplement for the fact that there's no one talking and leading the story. You know yeah. what I mean? Damn. So you mic up. You mic up the bride and groom every time. Uh, so yeah, so generally, and that's what my package that's more too. But mm. people have been do, have been doing it as well, and it's and it's so much better on Includes editing audio, too. Huh? Yeah, and so my whole thing is like the bride and groom have to read uh, their their vows to the camera prior to the ceremony. Got so it. I don't want to have to rely on like it being up there with them and they're reading their vows. Like it's interference. Like, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So I just started using the Zoom recorder, like the H1N or whatever, and I just have this Rode lapel mic. 
and that shit's a game changer. Because yeah. before I was using like my just my boom mics or uh-huh. whatever, and I didn't really realize the, the difference too much. Until and then you got the lapel. Yeah, I got Same, the lapel, bro. and it was like I was like, holy shit, this is so yeah. clear. Like this sounds like like this. You yeah. know what I mean? So I started doing that, and like since then I was like, this shit sounds so good. And like we did a wedding in Monterey. It was hella windy on a beach, and I'm talking like the wedding. Like we're on the beach right here is where the ceremony is going on. 50 to 100 people on this side, 50 to 100 people on this side, just enjoying the beach, you know what I mean? And it's windy, and I can't believe the the venue Damn. gave them a fucking, uh, like, you know, just a normal speaker, like, the big boxes that everyone has to play music, <laughs> yeah. that's what they had as their sound system. No way. And so the guy's talking into the mic, and it's, like, blurry. Like, it's it's still the stock microphone that came with the, yeah, 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 exactly. And I'm like, holy shit, like, I cannot, like, no one had any idea what this guy was saying, and I had the lapel on him, and I took it back into, like, into it, and I, it was perfect. Yeah, like, you couldn't hear any of it at all, and I was like, this is why you have lapel. Like, like yeah. that reassured you. You realized that. Yeah, okay. that was, like, my, and that was my first time really using it for a wedding, so I was like, okay, that that's why you do that. Yeah. We just started doing that, too, is, like, it makes the video editing process so much easier because you have something to go by. You get a little clip of the bride saying, like, since the day I met you, blah, blah, blah. And then you cut to the broom and, like, Gro- the, the room's and getting like, ready. He's with his boys yeah, hanging he's out. Like, like, it, uh, you just use audio, the uh, sound bites. And then it just kind of, yeah. Because it, it helps narrate the story. The documentary pushes style. It, pushes it. Your yeah. documentary stuff is my favorite work. You guys, I got to send you guys my, uh, I did a little documentary for, you know who GB is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, I, see, I seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen so, it. That yeah. show was actually really good. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was my first time like doing anything like fully like a documentary like that. And it was nice. like such a cool process to, to do it. And like if I could do that, I, I would. It's just like documentary is one of those things. It's like, hey, I got to hang out with you for four or five days or, you know, or depending on what the story is. But it's like, yeah. it's finding someone who wants to pay you for a documentary because that's a lot of work yeah it's like it's one of those things like yeah it's like it might be three four days filming but it's at least like a week or two editing especially because it's like i want to make it good you know what i mean but it was cool because it's like i got to use his songs in it and like he would talk about something like in the actual documentary and then i would find a song lyric that related to what he's talking about you know what i mean it's just like playing it playing with it in that way is like really cool but yeah that was like my favorite thing to do is I could do documentaries all day. And I just did a whole bunch of work for a nonprofit in Merced. And like one of those things where like he's in documentary with, with other filmmakers. And so like he had a budget, an actual budget. And so like I hung out with him for like three days and just filming stuff, interviews. And like it's yeah. just cool. And he just wants like a whole bunch of one to two minute seg- segments. So it's like making a whole bunch of mini documentaries is so fun. Yeah. Damn, so how's that pre-production? You have to like fully script everything out, or is it you just kind of just go with? Oh uh, no, honestly. So the the GB one was pretty run and gun. Like, wow. like I I wasn't aware of it was one of those. I wasn't aware really what was go, like. It was more like I, I got described to have like a three to four minute video, and then like when I was like here, I was like, okay, no, there's gonna be way more stuff. And so <laughs> we filmed a whole bunch of stuff, and then I hit him up and was like, hey, we need we need the script for this. So. I, I was like, I'm just like, I'm just gonna. So I talked. So we had a session in here, and I just basically asked him like, "What is McNamara Park?" And he talks about it. Like, "What does opening up your store mean to you?" He just talks about it, and then that gave me the narration for it. You know what I mean? And then for the Restore Merced one, uh, it was kind of like. I'm not the biggest on pre-production, and I feel like like I'll have like ideas of shots and stuff, and I'll kind of write those down. But like, I kind of like. Sometimes if I have a shot list, I'm too focused on the shot list and not in the moment of being like, well, actually, that's a better angle if I do this instead of just focused on that. And so that one was like, uh, and he kind of had an agenda of what he wanted to do. And so it's like me looking at that and then just finding shots to to mix with it, basically. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it it's really fun. I'd rather do like documentary filmmaking, like 
Yeah. That that would be my. That, I, feel that. I could edit yeah. that and be happy, and I'm enjoying it. You know what I mean? But like sometimes with like a music video or with the wedding, it it's like by the time you're editing it, you're like the money's gone. It's not, but like yeah. you you already got it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's like a month and a half later, and I'm like still editing this one. <laughs> yeah, but I I tell everybody yeah. for wedding films two months. Like give me two months. Yeah, because like. Cause like and I'm like, what do you want to watch your wedding film two weeks later for? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't, no one needs it. just that. happened, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah exactly. I think I did, a, on this last one I did, I think I did a 30-day turnaround. Oh, that's... Yeah, it was hard. Yeah, a little hard yeah, on myself. That's, that's why <laughs> I always tell somebody, I, I would go, a month and a half to two and a half months, just because, like, it's like, like we're talking about in the beginning. Yeah. I don't know what work I'm about to say yes to sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. somebody might take some work next month and it'll push that video. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's me right now. I have a... This wedding that I literally just finished up and it's like we shot this back like three months ago but it's like I'm sorry bro I just got super busy I've been out of the office and mm -hmm. weddings take a lot of time to edit, you, and so yeah like, that's the day now that's why when you were talking about getting an editor for weddings I'm like oh if I had a good editor for weddings I would book weddings like crazy right yeah and that's my thing that's why I tell people like six seven weddings a year and I'm good off that yeah. especially because I, I know like literally honestly I probably take two weeks editing like fully two weeks editing yeah, yeah, yeah. it, you know what I mean? Because it's like, I feel like I always have rounds like of it. You know, it's like, okay, let me put the, the skeleton together, the, yeah. get the B-roll together, the audio. and the audio, and then after that, it's like, I always always put the sauce on it at the very end. You know, when you're color, color grading it, titles. put some uh, film grain on it, and some titles, everything else, Overlays. you know what I mean? Yeah. But I always start by giving them a, like a one minute reel of it though. Uh -huh. <laughs> How I get myself, I get my feet wet. I feel, uh, <laughs> man, I was like, sorry, bro. Here's a sneak preview though. Let, buy myself like a month. And if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. I know that same thing though. But yeah, I'm I was like, like, here's the first minute, bro. Uh, I'll, I'll get it to you ASAP. I tell them, like, for the, I was like, oh, first month, I'll get you guys a, a minute highlight reel of it. And then I'll get yeah. you. And that kind of gets you like, and I, I usually use like, a lot of that same clips, like in the beginning of every wedding film, I put like a mini wedding film in front of it. So it's like put a projector sound and like clips are flashing and stuff like that. And then it's like their names come up at the end. You know what I mean? You kind of get like a rhythm down for it or whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah, I wouldn't. If I was gonna get paid to do wedding films, I feel like I would be like, no, pay me a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? That's like if I can get someone who's like five hundred to eight hundred dollars on wanting to edit a wedding film that's really good, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm game with that. But this podcast is brought to you by Creepy Kawaii a locally owned art gallery located at 1742 Canal Street right here in downtown Merced. Creepy Kawaii features art, spray paint, events, clothing, Asian import, snacks, and more. Now you can go down to the shop, visit it, or you could go to her website, www.creepykawaiidesigns.com, or for more information, you can follow their Instagram. It's at creepykawaiidesigns. Patty runs Creepy Kawaii, you guys, and it's just such a cool thing. She always puts on for the art community. So please go, go out there, go check her out, and go support her. Thanks again, Patty. This podcast is brought to you by Lisa Haynes. She's a home loan specialist that helps you prepare to jump into one of the most exciting times of your life, becoming a homeowner. Now, if you have any questions, if you have any concerns, or you just want to see what you qualify for, you can reach out to her by her phone number at 209-769-1877. Once again, that's 209-769-1877. Or follow her on Instagram at Coffee and Home Loans. At Coffee and Home Loans. Thanks again, Lisa. This podcast is brought to you by the Sisters of the Valley. Located right here in the heart of the Central Valley, these sisters make homegrown healing products from CBD. So they make CBD salves, they make CBD tinctures, CBD oils, and mushroom coffee. They believe that you need to heal your body the safe way, the way nature intended it. Now you can find their products at sistersofthevalley.org 
and follow them on Instagram at Sisters of the Valley. Once again, sistersofthevalley.org is where they sell their products, and you can follow them on Instagram at Sisters of the Valley. So, a question on uh, yeah. project management for both of you guys. So, I like say you're working on multiple, you got five videos you're working on, right? Uh-huh. Are you able to start working on two at once or three at one time? Or are you the type to where it's like you have to get one, one done, done before, before you, you can go touch the other yeah. one? I think it depends for me. Like, for for wedding films, I cannot start two at one time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, no, no way. way. But if it's like if it's I feel like if it's two different things, I can do it. So if maybe it's like a brand video or event video, and I'm working on a wedding film at the same time, and then if it's some like social media thing, I can kind of mix and manage That's those. Right. But if it's like two music videos or two wedding films or something like that, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Work on it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? Um, so I kind of have this process where like. As soon as I get home, I'm in pain. I sometimes get impatient and like I want to color grade my footage before Damn. I even start cutting shit. Really? So I'll get home. Uh, there's a super cool feature called Synchronize. So I'll oh. just line up all the clips, just line up the music, let mm. everything get in real quick. I might export one or two little clips with a color grade, light color grade, just to see what I'm looking like. But I'll leave the project kind of lined up, mm-hmm. and then um, and then I might come back to it. But sometimes, like just recently, there was this one video that I really wanted to edit. But I had three other videos that I get to get out the way. I said, okay, I'm not going to touch this one until I knock these three out. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have to use it as like... And then on top of that, there's still the wedding footage that I have to edit back <laughs> yeah, here. And it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. let me finish this one. And then, okay, let me come back, work a little bit on this one. But um, I'm trying to be a lot better now about like my project management. Mm. Maybe we should... We- we all got to help each other yeah. on product yeah. management, honestly. Like, there's got to be some system or like... There has to be like a city of editors just somewhere... <laughs> waiting for work. Waiting for work. Yeah. Like, man, I wish I had... <laughs> yeah, I but, know. But, man, I don't know. It's like... What about you? How do I go about the project Yeah, so you were oh, asked... I can't, even, I can't even think about the next project until, until I Until you finish one. Finish yeah, one. I just, I'm just not able to comfortably edit something else knowing I still have to go back and do this. Uh, so yeah, so I just that. try same like you said. If I'm looking forward to an edit, I kind of use use it to like power through the one I'm working on. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have a fun edit, basically. Yeah, I can't wait to put this one out, but I got to get this one out the way first. Yeah, yeah. That's my big my biggest problem is doing stuff for myself. Like, I have so many ideas that I want to do, and like the, the podcast kind of gives me an outlet because it's like I get to do my like funny stuff that I like to do. You know what I mean? But it's like there's like 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 cinematography stuff that I that I want to do that I I literally have ideas in a journal that I've written down like a year two years ago that that are great ideas but I just haven't done them you know what I mean and so it's just like trying to figure out how to say no to jobs just to do something for myself yeah. you know what I mean wow that's the first time it's ever happened I got a uh, what's in my camera bag video recorded and sitting in my hard drive I have a review on a backpack that <laughs> yeah, I was giving away a backpack in that YouTube video and I ended up selling the backpack so now I can't even give it away so I'm just like fuck but yeah I have, no, like, I have some footage just sitting like as soon as I get some free time and I knock out some projects off my list, I can Same, go back to this. Yeah. Like vlogs from years ago. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah gonna... exactly. It's like, I'll film a vlog. I don't know if I'm going to edit it ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like, that's the thing that it's like, I need to get better on just following through for myself. And like, cause like, I, I, I think I recently subscribed to your, your, your YouTube channel or whatever. Cause you started doing something like unboxing and stuff. And I did one little yeah, things yeah. like that. You know what I mean? It's like, sometimes I'm like, maybe I just need to do something tiny. Like, yeah. Cause you want to have all these big ideas to do all these things. I'm like, maybe you just need to start so small, like yeah, the, yeah. so you can actually complete something. I think just treat treat yourself like, like a client, like a client. Like block some time off and then just dedicate it. Just put your phone uh-huh. aside. Don't respond to anybody. Just That's treat it idea. like if you're working with a client. 
it's hard because it's like in the back of your mind, you know, you got all this work for clients. Yeah. You got to get done. But just, I mean, treat your, at the end of the day, it's for your business. Yeah. You're bringing more to your business. So just treat it like you're your own client. And doing, you're doing what you, and with, with a passion project, you're doing what you want. And that's mm -hmm. the type of job that you want exactly. to do. You know what I mean? Exactly. So like, like you're saying, like, it's like, it's like you're working for free, but you're working for yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the one good person to work for for free. Yeah. <laughs> Show what you want to get booked for. Yeah. I feel like you do a good job of that. Like you're, you, everything is so cut and clean. Like your I website's try. so clean. Do you have a website? No. I was trying to find it because like, yeah. I was I was on his website and I was like, let me find his website. And I went to your YouTube and I was just going through that. You got to get a website, man. You, I feel yeah. like you could exponentially grow with the website. Yeah. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm just starting to get on the business side of it. So I'm going to get my website going. I'm going to try and set up a Shopify account with there too. Cause yeah. I have uh, some shirts that I'm going to release soon mm -hmm. and stuff. So. But man, it's just I, hard. I feel like we're all yeah. very similar, like in similar yeah. place. Because I, I, I did a sole proprietor this year for my taxes, but mm -hmm. next year I'm going to get an LLC and everything else too. But it's just like one of those things where I'm like, okay, let me just take baby steps and I'll yeah. try to. Yeah. Single member LLC. Next yeah, year. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just did that too this year. And it's like, I don't know. I'm just trying to get myself right and get these steps going so that in a year or two, I'm already in the rhythm. And, you know, mm -hmm. hopefully by then these. 20, 30, 40, 50,000 dollar jobs are coming in. Cause yeah, and that's the thing. I see other people, like, sometimes, like, you see, like, a job, like, a, a one minute commercial, and you know they spent 50,000 yeah. dollars on that, or, or, you know what I mean? And it's like, sometimes it's like, you're like, I could get, I could get a crew of, of 10 really talented people and yeah. do that same as that quality. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's about like that. It's like trying to market yourself and keep on going up. And that's the thing. Like where now it's like cool because it's like, I used to be like, oh, it's $2,000 for a commercial project, and people are like, our budget's 500 or 400 you know what i mean but like now it's cool because i've been actually able to to get jobs that are, are booking for that price you know what i mean but it's it, but then it's to like, build ourselves up to that yeah though. but then it, but every now and then i'll be like i'll say yes to like a you end up saying yes to a yeah. job that you'd think it's not going to be that much work and then all of a sudden you're like how did this thousand dollar job yeah, turn yeah. into like a month project you know what i mean or i feel that whatever else it may be. I have uh, some filmmaker would you rather questions <laughs> that I wrote down or that I just looked up online. I was like filmmaker topics, but <laughs> these ones were actually pretty funny. Okay. Okay. Would you rather only have five megapixels to shoot with or shoot at F11 always? Fuck. <laughs> I'd say, uh, I mean, oh well, I mean if you think about it, I shoot 4K and I end up making my footage look like it was shot, trying to make it look like it was shot on film. <laughs> so I'll probably go with the five megapixels. I think I would do F11. I would suck for... I, I guess it just depends on the ISO, though, too, right there. Ah, I don't know. Yes, but but you don't always, for every single... You do, like... I mean, all your stuff's like film grain, huh? Yeah, well, like, more, more commercial work is more, like, clean. clean yeah, work. you know what I mean? So, like, that would suck in that scenario where it's, like... Damn. You're like, no, no, it's cool. It's <laughs> it's vintage. <I> would, <laughs> you're uh, explaining it to them. <laughs> I just shoot F11 and... Uh, Bump your ISO up, huh? Bump my... Oh, fuck! I have to do the ISO. I was just gonna say, uh, add the add the bouquet and after, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 add the blur and stuff background. But uh. I'm gonna go F11. Fuck it. I mean, it's not like we're actually yeah. have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, fuck. Which one? About it. Uh, yeah. Uh, would you rather sh only shoot manual focus or be stuck at ISO 6400 for the rest of your life? Manual focus. Manual focus. Yeah, that one was kind of easy. One of my lens, like, the lens I have in the bag is actually. The autofocus broke on it. So I'm oh, so you've been doing it? I've been doing it. <laughs> what is it? You're 24? The 24, yeah. 24? Yeah. Once you get to bigger cameras, they're all manual focus anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, there's literally someone who has a job to pull focus, yeah. which is AC. like... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, what else is there? Uh, would you rather shoot JPEG only or black and white only? 
I already shoot JPEG only photos. Oh, you gotta so. get some raw, man. You gotta start doing some raw. I just, it takes JPEG. too much space. It does take JPEG. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. I need color. Well, and now you could just do super resolution on Lightroom, and it'll do. It'll I think I had good. I had this Fuji camera, and it was uh, the JPEGs were like the there was already film emulation added onto it, mm-hmm. and then all the photos were JPEG. And some of those photos, you can't even sell the JPEG. I'm surprised what the modern JPEG mm-hmm. could do as opposed to, like, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Should, should I be shooting raw? Yeah. <laughs> I think you should. I don't shoot photos like that, but when I do it... But no, I still think you should just just because it's like color... It's like shooting in log yeah, in the huh? sense that you have so much more depth and you can do so much more when you're editing with colors and stuff. When you shoot in JPEG, it's like... it's. It's all baked in there already. Yeah, like, it's already okay, kind of baked in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm gonna start. Yeah, yeah. Raw photos will at least it, it just allows you to do more. I just with never it. liked it because they were always hella huge, big ass files. They are yeah. big ass files, but worth it. You're doing video, man. Yeah, video is way right. bigger than right. fucking. <laughs> yeah, than a, than a little raw file. <laughs> um, would you rather uh, be a have to only shoot in the harsh sunlight or not be allowed to post process your photos? I would say, I would say harsh sunlight only because I feel like to me, editing is like everything. Yeah. It's at least for, I'm like, don't get me wrong. I edit, I've edit less and less in photos, the more I get into it. Mm -hmm. But still, if I wanted to have any type of style, you know what I mean? And and a cohesive style, like for a brand or for anything, I'd have to, but harsh sunlight fucking sucks (sighs) ass. But I mean, you can't post process. You can't post process. So I mean, I would do harsh light. Just get creative with the shadows, with the hard shadows. Just, <laughs> just like right on the face. Yeah, 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 work what you got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got to be able to pose. Yeah. Uh, would you rather shoot 24 or 60 FPS for the rest of your life? 60, because... <laughs> at least you have the ability I to slow it down. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Down. Sorry, film I heads. shoot like a lot of things in 60. Every now and then I'm like, I fuck, I should have shot that in 24. But with weddings and stuff, I'm just like 60. I think FPS for weddings, it's point. just speeches that I shoot 24. Everything yeah. else is 60. Just slow mo it. Yeah. And and I always I always go like, even if I don't like, if I'm like, oh, I don't really want to slow mo, I'll just I'll just turn it down to 85. And then I'm like, but my, my sweet spot, I always like 65 on on slowness for all my shots and the stuff. Speed? Like, yeah, on speed. Yeah. I'm doing 40. <laughs> 40 every well I feel like it's like super slow yeah yeah and it, I do that in certain shots you know what I mean but there's sometimes where I'm like if if I if I'm going from like a shot that's at 65 and I want to like slowly slowly go into like a, a normal speed one the next the next clip I'll do 85 and the next clip I'll oh, do okay. like 90 like I just to like kind of make it ramp as, it smoother yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. exactly you should, um, have you ever tried doing a 4k 30 fps and then slowing it down to 80 percent Oh, is that is that the kind of the similar? It gives a dreamlike. It's like oh. a dreamlike motion. So it's not and I never regular shoot, speed, but it's like a dream. And I never shoot in thirty fps. Me honestly. either. But my camera only goes four K thirty. It doesn't do four K sixty. So if I ever did want to, oh really? It doesn't do four K. The A seven three doesn't. Do, the See, only, that's my only thing. Is I do a lot of real estate, and yeah. so my real estate is like I do sixty frames per second. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't have to do four K. It 4K, does ten eighty. It yeah, does ten eighty. Is but, fine for real estate. But yeah. that's why I want that A seven S three because especially for weddings. I don't like jumping back and forth between 24 and 60, and I want to shoot all my weddings in 4K, but I only have 1080, 60, uh, so it's like... Oh, yeah. And then you just edit, like, on an M1 laptop, or what? Yeah, I just got the M1 Pro. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Because I, I have yet to start... Well, it's because that has a crop sensor for 4K. That's why I don't mm-hmm. shoot on that one. But, like, that's my thing, too. I was like, I just want to start doing 4K because it's like... You crop in for everything anyways, yeah. and 4K gives you so much more where it's yeah. like, if you didn't get a close-up shot, oh, well, guess what? You did get a close-up yeah. shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The 4K crop is crazy. 
Yeah. Because because you crop in and it's ten, uh, it's what a 1080, normal yeah. 1080 would be. Yeah. And it's just fucking, it's wild to me. It's cheat code. Yeah, exactly. And then the last one is, would you rather uh, only be allowed to use uh, the same camera forever or uh, the same computer forever? Fuck, probably. I would say same camera yeah. in today's day and age. Because if you can have lens, something... right? Yeah, I think you could... Same camera. Okay. Yeah. Same it, camera. Yeah. Camera, be, yeah. Because there's no that. way that this is going to... Last. Yeah. yeah. Software updates. Yeah, yeah, once you start getting into... Oh, well, you don't have to worry about that because you got the same camera. Oh, um, no, no, no. <laughs> fuck, that's a hard one, actually. That's actually a hard one. I'm taking the camera. Well, I'm thinking film. So if I'm shooting film, then I don't really have to worry about... So do you uh, shoot a lot of, to, on film? I don't shoot as much as I used to, but I used to shoot well, you do a lot shoot? of film. Yeah. But, then did you, but you add a lot of grain to your photos, though, too? Like, or, yes, so or I try or emulating. stylized ones, Yeah, right? yeah. So sometimes you can't even tell what's film and what's... Uh, well, and that's the thing. I was When I was looking at your stuff, well, I, I feel like a lot of it is film grain, mm-hmm. right? Or I, I feel like you have that, that vibe. Mm-hmm. But like I was thinking that, too. I was like, I wonder if... I was like, because I, I don't shoot any type of film at all. Like, or like, as in, like, film, film. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always, like, I, I, I have no idea. Because I do the same thing. I just add film because I think it looks cool. Yeah. But Yeah, I shoot both. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, you shoot any film at all? You're v- more video, though, oh. huh? I'm, like, strictly video, honestly. Uh, uh, people hit me up for photos, but I'm, like... It's so different. Just send them it's weird that it's so different. Yeah, yeah no, it's weird that it's so different too. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I just got into a uh, video. Actually, I mean, I, I've done it before, like just kind of playing around with it, seeing what I could do. But it wasn't until uh, COVID, because I'm like, if I'm gonna be able to do this full time, I mean, I could do a photo, but if I'm able to do video and execute it as well, then it's just adding more to my arsenal. It's a yeah. little more. more I always value. think it's weird when when people like well. See, video is different. I feel like if you learn video, photography is a little easier to jump into. Or in the sense of like, there's some people who are photographers mm-hmm. who like do not know like one thing about video. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm like, how? Like, it's just the it's a different setting on your same thing that you yeah. use every day. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I think video is the harder one to to learn to learn because it's like there's rules. You're shooting it. to you shoot to edit. You know yeah. what I mean? Where like you're kind of just if you're getting good shots when you're. I don't know. When you're taking photos, it's not as... It's motion picture. Yeah, exactly. So it's like getting motion picture and also putting it together to where you're creating a story. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot more thought that goes into it than just getting a nice photo. No, I agree. Wow. Wow. Cameras. <laughs> and we're here thinking like, it really is just... Video is just a bunch of pictures. <laughs> yeah, and all the frames. You yeah, know what I mean? It's just like so many different frames. Have you ever tried shooting like actual like 8 millimeter or 16 millimeter film? Uh, Bro. Stewie, Stewie has a camera... That he does with, and the footage that came out of it is crazy, but... It's, it's crazy that like, Tarantino still uses that for his modern-day yeah. film. Yeah. He'll use the film film, and I'm like... It's expensive, too. Yeah. And expensive. How... It's so... I, I, I can't... My mind can't even... Con, like, I can't even understand why that would still look good. You know what I mean? In the sense of, like, you would think, like, the modern-day stuff would look better, but yeah. how does that film still... And it gives it a completely different vibe than... Like all Tarantino films, like it's just yeah. like they look different. But that's why I like like Fuji pictures. Mm-hmm. Fuji pictures look cool. Yeah. Like Fuji has really good pictures. I yeah, I take have, Fuji over Nikon every, every, all day, <laughs> all day, <laughs> all day, all day. But no, because Fuji's like has their their color profiles like uh, it's unique, but it's almost like dull. I don't know how to describe it. Like with their blacks are different. Their, their greens bl- are like super like more on the blue side. Yeah, it's like saturated. It's crazy. Yeah, I love. Where like greens. everyone always talks about Canon colors. Don't get me wrong, Canon colors are great, but like Fuji just looks different. To where I'm like, oh, I wonder why that. Like, why do I like that photo so much more? Yeah. Have you guys heard of Alandis? Uh uh-uh. uh He's oh, from yeah, Detroit, yeah. but he shoots a lot of. He's just like strictly Fuji. And, yeah. 
He does a lot of crazy photos. I, dude, I just met, I was at the Sisters of the Valley, who I was talking about earlier, and so I do, like, they have, like, these moon ceremonies and stuff, and, like, they, I come out once a month and film stuff for them. So I was uh, out there doing that, and there's this photographer uh, and videographer from Miami out there, and I was like, oh, like, hey, what's up, man? Like, I'm, like, I'm their videographer or whatever, and he was like, oh, I just hopped on a flight yesterday to come here to check this out. I was like, oh, really? I was like, what do you do? And he, like, uh, he he shoots, uh, he works at the gym that, like, Kamaru Usman and fucking a whole bunch, I forget, all the other UFC fighters, though. There's a gym in Miami, and he's, like, their personal photographer, and that's oh, what wow. he does. And so, but, like, literally, I went from, like, meeting this guy to, like, I ended up giving him a ride back to the Amtrak and all this stuff, but just, like, broing out. But that's such it. a cool dude. Like, like that's yeah, it. just so many photos with so many, like, cool people, but, like. It was just so cool because I was just like, like with photographers, it's like if I if I like if I'm at a gig and you're a photographer or a videographer, I'm like, oh cool, like I, I like hey, man, we'll, yeah. yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be hanging out <laughs> like yeah. today. Yeah. Like doesn't matter if we're shooting for different people or whatever. It's just like if it's an event or something like that. Yeah, yeah weddings. I always first thing I do is go find the photographer. Oh, that's what I do. What's yeah. up, man? How you doing? What's your name? Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be right behind you Best all day. Today. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you "Hey, do your thing, I'm gonna just uh, shoot over your shoulder." Uh, yeah. Oh, my favorite is like, especially with posing. Like when it's couple session, and it's like the gr- or the girls when they're like putting out like the shoes and uh-huh. like the rings and everything like that. I'm like, I'm so glad you're here. Like, yeah. you're here. Yeah. and every now and then it'll be like, I'll be like doing the photography for a wedding. And I'm like, well, I gotta figure this part out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's easy to just shadow them. And- you They're already learn. setting up the shot, yeah. Yeah, and you, you learn a lot learn from the girl. photographer, mm-hmm. like, and for posing, girls are. I always feel like girl photographers are so good at posing couples. Yeah, like, the <laughs> they're so good no at doubt. posing couples. For me, I'm like finding finding the right words to say. That's like, you know, what appropriate. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. some girls are like, "Oh, suck in your stomach," like da 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 da. Yeah, and I'm like, "Poke your chest out a little bit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I'm like, "Okay, suck it in." Uh, put your tits a little <laughs> higher. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's a guy that does it. <laughs> I'll be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's hella funny. That's hella funny. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate you guys for coming in. Why don't you guys yeah. tell people where they can find you at? Um, Visa. <laughs> find me on Instagram, Visa, V-I-I-I-Z-A. Don't forget the third eye. I get a lot of people just put two eyes, and I mean, it kind of takes me off a little bit. But uh, man. Honestly, I'm sorry. I really thought it was two eyes. Oh, did you? Oh, time. my bad, bro. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of mainly where I'm at. Um, and your web, what's your what's your what, what's your website? Uh, website's one shot visa at uh, that's dot com. A good, that's a good I, don't one. I don't know why I was doing my uh, my email <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's because the Instagram ad gets you all fucked up with like your your name yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's basically all I'm at. I'm on TikTok too, but don't follow me on there because I just troll people. Um, <laughs> I don't yeah. understand TikTok. I'm like trying to but don't not really. I'm not actually really trying to I just repost my Instagram oh, yeah. me if, you too. Go to, <laughs> if you go to the very bottom actually I covered uh, the Central Valley Brewfest a couple I think it was like two years ago and that's actually where I first saw some of the Blaker stuff oh really yeah so shout out Blaker for this peanut butter vanilla bean yes Blaker shout out for you guys yeah, Blaketoberfest the honey babies was delish there we go these are all good sound bites to give to them <laughs> <laughs> that looks fire no that's good and then how about you Keen uh, I'm on Instagram at three king keen three k i n g k double e n, and then um, everything else TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, it's all there. Yeah, check nope. it out. I don't really post as much as I should, but we all don't, man. Or like as yeah. much as like we're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. That's what Crazy. I was saying earlier. My me- my media page is like I do so much jobs, but it's like. And I do real estate too, so but it's like I don't care about posting these yeah. houses that much. Like I'll do the videos because like that takes more time. But like photos, I'm like, 
I mean, yeah. that doesn't. I don't Social know. media is another beast. Yeah, I agree. All right, gentlemen, I appreciate hey, you coming in. Us, Thank you guys so much. This is about fun. to film the promo right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> get the strap. That. I'm gonna love you. I talk to God every day, praying that I'm gonna make it. Opportunity coming my way, shit, I'm gonna take it. Fake it to make it, nah. Never been on that fake shit, nigga, face it. For real. Waiting for your time to shine, shit, you might get blinded. Don't wait for a reminder, here's a couple of free diamonds. The climate changing, we coming out of hibernation. The conversation's about who's high, who's not. Who got the clout, who got it now, who got it figured out. Niggas sucking too much dick, they got the biggest mouth. Shots ringing now, bring them out. You gotta bring them out. For real. I would say that I love you, but I might be lying. And I try to stay grounded, but I might be flying. Two tries to fail, two dire in jail, two night I prevail, but I get slime as a snail. Yeah. Yeah. It's the end of an era. Yeah, let's have a heart to heart. Walk with me, go and park the car. Spark cigars, blowing smoke up towards the further stars. Our Father, your God, oh Lord, Jesus Christ. Food for thought faithfully, free the feeble mind, can't cheat the price. Money, pussy is power, respect, those are the keys to life. If love is blind, we're teaching how to increase your sight. Feast your eyes. Realize your net worth is your network. Ride your wave, learn how to web surf. Become an expert. Effort is just to try, and to try is just to fail. So I shall prevail until I'm dead or in jail. Only time could tell. Heaven to hell, well, I already felt the burning flames. One thing for certain after that furnace came, should I deserve the fame? No pain, no gain, no guts, all glory. I ain't ashamed to share my story. I tell it all, baby, don't you worry. They vision blurry, and all the words let the hating start. Cause we in the club, sipping spades, diamonds breaking hearts. Shit, we breaking hearts. The love be the same. Yeah. Young catch. This is it. Real talk. What not?